0: public for which it stands
3: coming and it's not gonna be pretty it's great to have storable food but when that runs out what are you gonna do your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food so I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years and off the bat almost all seed companies are the same as long as they're non GMO heirloom yada yada but it's the following years that really concern me so I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year and when you get seeds there's there's a lot of seeds in a pack a whole lot you're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden so you want to make sure they last again the following year so the best company I found for these seeds is called survival essentials and you go on their webpage it says your best defense against the coming apocalypse so go to survival-essentials.com save 10% with promo code defiant and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code Defiant, saves you 10
4: percent it's time to resist
5: they can't arrest us all and they can't keep all your kids home from school they can't keep every government building closed we don't have to accept the mandates lockdowns and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats we can simply say no not again the only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply refuse to show vaccine passports refuse to wear a mask refuse to stay at home we will not comply with fauci we will not comply with joe biden and we will not comply with authoritarian governors i am not going to comply this ends now
1: I am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me visit me, entice me or lure me because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I WILL NOT GIVE UP! I WILL NOT TURN AROUND! I AM
6: A SOLDIER!
7: I had a dream the other night. I didn't understand. figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat, and speaking low,
0: he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep, but tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone, your courage is lost, you're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one on land you think you own you pay your yearly rent but you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. now your children attend a school that doesn't educate and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state you read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded it in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen, while your corrupt courts prevail? Your public servants don't uphold the Solomon's they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter fighting other people's wars. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Are you sure this is the right place to recruit for a militia?
1: Save
0: King George. I think we came to the
8: right place. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control America. You're listening. the petri party podcast now on the show the chair is against the wall the muskrat jumps over the berm
9: this is your last chance after this there is no turning back you take the blue pill the story ends you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe you take the red pill you stay in wonderland and i show you how deep the rabbit hole goes Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
8: Of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. V-Lynn. Hello, Patriots. Y'all feel that? What's that? Just that. Yes. That other boot getting ready to come crashing down. The yes. other foot that's ready to come flying through the fucking ceiling like somebody's falling
3: through your fucking roof. Yeah, that's that's where we're at. I got a sick chicken, so... Well, injured chicken, rather, that I have to put in an Epsom salt bath tonight. and Doctor. Because... We were cooking last night. I didn't get to put the birds up until late. I'd seen her the day before in the duck house after the, uh, Oh, I know you're antsy. That's why I totally interrupted you. I know after the, uh, the dog incident and, uh, she's still in there today. So I've got to pull her out and get her all cleaned up and put some Neosporin on her. It looks like her wing got like half torn off. So she's, she ain't moving much. So that sucks. So, uh, Real life still exists. It's not all drama and war. Okay. (laughs) All right. Off to your drama and war.
8: (laughs) No, you said... (laughs) No, you go ahead. You go ahead.
3: (laughs) No, it's all good. Go ahead. Go, Go on with your drama and war. It's all bullshit, honestly. Okay, good. I will go ahead. I've been thinking about this all day because I had to to paint my parents' laundry room and Connor's car wouldn't start this morning. The battery was dead. So he took our truck. So my dad had to come and pick me up and then drive me home, which was a lot of fun. But I was listening to Liana's show and she had a lot of, she was talking a lot about this. And my parents would come in every once in a while and ask me a question and this, that, and the other, and usually political. And I'd kind of give them the update on what was going on. And uh, I mean, I straight out told him, I was like, you know, we're, we're like impending civil war right now, or uncivil war. My dad said, why are they called a civil war then? It's not civil. I said, it's a civilian war. They want it to be a civilian war. They want us to be at war. Because if we're at war here on the home ground with each other, guess what? They can declare posse cumitatus, martial law, roll out the troops into American cities and suspend the elections. Jesus. Sorry. And then we are looking for another. Then we don't get elections for another year. They want us all down there. They want us fighting each other. Remember that bill that Mick, or that, what was it, a PAD? Mm -hmm. Presidential executive action decision or whatever? Yeah, it was whatever. Directive.
8: It was in that directive of all that shit that went down early on that everybody's bitching about.
3: That says that if, in case of anything, If we don't have the elections on the second Tuesday of November, then we have to wait another year for the presidential election. Yeah, they want a war. No, Uh, well, they're not going to leave. They even even if they okay, if they cheat to win the election and we've all been saying that we're not going to have an election. Why wouldn't we have an election? Well, either it'd be an act of God or it'd be war. It might be both. Really, why else wouldn't we have an election? Nothing else stops it. Shit, the Civil War didn't stop the elections. Mm -hmm. But they don't want to have an election. Do you remember when Nancy Pelosi came out and said that um, Trump was not going to leave the White House peacefully, that he would just refuse to leave? Yep. She was projecting. Trump did leave the White House peacefully. He's fought like hell, mostly, since to try and get it back, but he left peacefully. There was a peaceful transition of power, as much as they like to deny it. Biden is not going to leave. He's not gonna leave peacefully. He's not gonna leave at all. They're gonna have to roll his dead body out in a fucking body bag, and then they're gonna prop up another double for him. Stick someone else in a mask. He ain't leaving. That's why we're not gonna have an election, because they're going to do everything they can to force a civil war, so that they can make it so we don't have election
8: Well, then it's guaranteed that we're gonna have a civil war. do me a favor bring this clip up okay right here you see what I'm pointing you see the one I have in my hand yeah there it is scroll down yep, that's it play that okay we're play this first because she's got a good she's got a good point but I see I don't think. Although I agree with you, I don't think America, I I don't think America is where you're at.
10: And this guy proves it. Let him, let him go. Okay. This kind of seems like the line, right? Kind of seems like a pivotal point in determining the security of the United States and her people. The state of Texas has taken it upon themselves to deploy their national guard. And secure the southern border crossing at eagle pass and take full control they're denying border patrol agents access they're denying entry to border patrol agents to conduct our business our duties an unnamed official stated elaborating that the federal agency was unsure what authority texas officials have over the federal government well actually they have full authority Under the United States Constitution over a federal government that is failing in its duty to protect the states from an invasion. Article 1, Section 10 of that Constitution stating no state shall enter into an agreement with another state or engage in war unless actually invaded or in such imminent danger as will not admit of delay. The state of Texas has been under a constant invasion for the last four years. It has gotten increasingly worse in our current federal government. They have done nothing, nothing to rectify the situation. Well, now the federal government has issued an emergency filing to the Supreme Court to block Texas from taking control of their own border. You see, though, the federal government failed to protect the state under their constitutional obligation. You see, under that same constitution, the federal government...
8: See... A lot more people are doing research like this gentleman did Mm -hmm. and are going in and they're realizing that not only did the federal government have the mandate to protect Texas, Mm -hmm. but they failed at that mandate. And it says clearly within the Constitution that when the federal government fails, it's on the state to take action. Absolutely. So the state took action. Absolutely. That's not the point. It is. It is the point. Bring up the map. Bring up the map. It is the point because, folks. Yesterday, we were at 22 states. Today, we're at 25. We're at a complete middle of the road. No, we were this, at, yeah, we're at, yeah we we're at 22 states last year, last last night. Tonight, we're at 25 states. It is
3: right middle of the road. This bitch. Guess Texas what? Texas makes 26. Actually, it falls down party lines. Every red state has a red state governor. Every gray state has a Democrat governor. We ch- we lacked. We looked. We checked it up.
8: We looked it up we checked. So folks it fell right down party lines. This is crazy. this this is the battleground that's the
3: new that's the new map. the divorce if you will. They've been calling it the divorce map. I literally looked up like I've shown my parents this map today and I just looked up on Twitter on X divorce map. I was like, look, they're calling it the divorce map. Here's the most recent one. Just saying, look, you can say
8: whatever you want. They might want this. Fine. Mm-hmm. If they want it, let's give it to them. Let's give it to them lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. That, I am dead serious. Think about this. Isn't that, that what we said about January 6th? Think about, no. January 6th was the last peaceful movement. From now on, it's... It's nothing but hate and contempt. Listen, remember, it's one percent, one percent of this country. Not even, it's a half percentile that actually governs this land, and we're governed by fucking idiots. We are governed by fucking morons, and what's worse is the biggest criminals in our country are right at Washington D. Right in Washington D.C., right on Pennsylvania Avenue. How do I know that? Because at one PM today, when Governor Abbott told fucking Joe Biden to fuck off, Joe Biden turned around and levied sanctions against Texas. the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. Sanctions, like we're at war.
3: He hasn't pulled out the F 16s yet, but that's he
8: pulled coming. out. He pulled out the LNG. Fucking shit! No, when you cut off one of the primary ways that Texas makes money, and he did it to Texas folks, he can do it to anybody. He can do it to
3: any state in the union. He's claiming it's for climate change.
8: He's full of shit. One day, one hour, one hour after Texas blew past. He cited. police.
3: Actually, yeah. it was eight minutes before. It was, it was 11. No, it was an hour and eight minutes before. No, it was 1 p.m. Central, Central. time. Mm-hmm. So it would have been uh, two hours before. Yeah. Woman, He knew. knew. My administration is pausing pending decisions on new liquefied natural gas exports. During the pause, we'll take a hard look at the impact of exports on cost, energy security, and climate change. The existential threat of our time. We're committed to getting this right. You know, my dad was really, he he didn't make mm -hmm. the connection, but he Mm -hmm. was very upset about this because he was an energy engineer. And he was like, you know, I looked it up. He goes, you know, that 39 percent of the energy consumption in this country is natural, natural gas. gas
8: liquid natural he gas. was like
3: 14 percent is um petrol is coal and and oil and whatever you know 20 something percent is nuclear. um is nuclear and then some was uh um renewable energies okay so like solar Man, and so, solar and hydro was like, six, was, like was like maybe 6%. the hydro i could see the hydro
8: yeah. but the solar no we
3: haven't um, we
8: haven't gotten that good with solar yet to figure that shit out
3: so uh, but he was he was like this is he's like this is really bad he's like they're cutting off gas to a huge swath of the country well remember There's something that doesn't work and wh- he didn't make the connection why
8: why didn't you why didn't you sit there and say well you're a lawbreaker why didn't she tell him that? Why didn't she say, hey, you and you and your, you and mom are lawbreakers. You have a gas stove. <laughs> well, they're not you, lawbreakers yet. You're a lawbreaker. You, you're you fucking. This is the problem. It's people like you is the problem. Yeah. I would have. Ah, oh, man, I would have gone the fuck off. Well,
3: yeah. But um, so Simon Abita who's the uh, the reporter that always gets on under KJP's skin. Not literally, obviously, but... Breaking, Governor... G- Greg. You never know. <laughs> it's true. Governor-, Governor Greg Abbott of Texas slams Biden for freezing liquefied natural gas exports, writes, Biden's decision to freeze LNG exports threatens Texas and America. This reckless decision is a gut punch to the hardworking men and women in the energy, energy industry. It could also cause some countries to rely upon dirty coal as opposed to cleaner burning natural gas. No, fuck them. Look, Biden, Biden is
8: doubling down on this. He is. This is Biden. This is nothing. This isn't us. This isn't the people. This isn't the elites. This is Biden. Biden's too much of a moron to see the writing on the wall. Okay, we got way too many. You see all the states that stood up. You already know that this thing is fucking. When you see 25 states just stand up and say, fuck you. No, we're not. Mm -hmm. We'll help you out and they start sending shit to Texas. Come on. Get real folks. You you know where this is going.
3: Well, uh yeah, we do. So, a former FBI agent releases an alarming and mind-numbing memo. And I'm going to read the whole thing for you here. If I can.
8: You're just going to keep going nope. back and forth. You're not going to be able to okay. do that from here. All right. You're going to have to get real close and read it.
3: January 17th. Um, this is to Mike Johnson, Chuck Schumer, Mike Turner, Mike Warner, or Mark Warner, Mark Green, Gary Peters, all honorable, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah,
8: they're chairs of the yeah. committee, uh, Homeland Committee on Government Affairs and yep. yeah, Intelligence. and
3: Speaker of the House, Majority Leader, uh, House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, Committee on Homeland Security, Senate Committee on Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs. Subject, the United States is facing a new and imminent danger. Dear Mr. Speaker, Senate Majority Leader and Chairman, as former senior executive of the Federal Bureau of Investigation with deep experience combating dangers to the nation, we write to express our concern about a current specific threat that may be one of the most pernicious ever to menace the United States. The danger arises from the nature of the threat itself. Wars and espionage and bombings and riots are sadly familiar delivery systems of instability, intimidation, and insecurity. The country has faced these and more throughout its history and has held together, though not without struggle. The threat we call out today is new and unfamiliar. In its modern history, the US has never suffered an invasion of the homeland, and yet one is unfolding now. Military-aged men from across the globe, many from countries or regions not friendly to the United States, are landing in waves on our soil by the thousands, not by splashing ashore from a ship or parachuting from a plane, but rather by foot across a border that has been accurately advertised around the world as largely unprotected with ready access granted. It would be difficult to overstate the danger represented by the presence inside our borders of what is comparatively a multi-division army of young single adult males from hostile nations and regions whose background, intent, or allegiance is completely unknown. They include individuals encountered by border officials and then possibly released into the country, along with a shockingly high estimate of gotaways, meaning those who have entered and evaded apprehension.
8: Understand within the last year, heard this today from a buddy of mine from the Border Patrol. I've got another story too that's just going to absolutely blow your mind. It's going to floor you that 22 this is, million. This is what we're worried about. Yes, 22 million. 22 million is the Godaways, is the estimate Godaways just for the last year. Mm-hmm. Just for the last year, 22 million is the estimate in Godaways.
3: In light of such a daunting, unprecedented penetration by uninvited foreign actors, it is reasonable to assert that the country possesses dramatically diminished national security at this time. The nation's military and laws and other natural protective barriers that have provided traditional security in the past have been thoroughly circumvented over the past three years. In 2021, the demographics of those crossing the porous southern border started to shift. Young men from around the world traveling alone and holding questionable motivations dramatically increased in number to become the most common profile of those breaching the nation's borders. A startling number have been found on the terrorist watch list or are from countries designated as state sponsors of terror, distinctly unfriendly to the United States. This is particularly alarming in light of the Hamas terror attack on Israel last October seventh. Those of us who have fought terrorism know that historically successful terror attacks invite mimicry. We know as well that terror leaders intentionally cultivate throngs of young men possessing a certain easily manipulated personality type to carry out atrocities. It is stark to say so, but having a large number of young males now within our borders who could begin attacking gatherings of unarmed citizens in imitation of 10-7 at the behest of a foreign terror group must be considered as a distinct possibility. We would be remiss not to call out this potentially grave threat in the most direct terms. The warning lights are blinking. And yet this very real concern does not seem to be getting the focus it logically deserves. The director of the FBI has correctly assessed an elevated threat level since 10-7, but relatively little discussion has followed highlighting unsecured borders as a significant cause of this increasingly dangerous environment. It is a troubling concern that needs illumination, not avoidance. Any violation of the nation's immigration laws increases risks, but the surge in numbers of single military aged males descending upon American cities and towns is alarming and perilous. Additionally, they are not just from terror linked regions, but from China and Russia as well, hostile adversaries of the U.S. with aspirations to devastate national infrastructure. For these reasons, elements of this recent surge are likely no accident or coincidence. These men are potential operators in what appears to be an accelerated and strategic penetration, a soft invasion designed to gain internal access to a country that cannot be invaded militarily in order to inflict catastrophic damage if and when enemies deem it necessary." This new reality, this never seen before threat, deserves greater attention. The borders need to be secured against these young men, and those already here legally must be identified and removed without delay. This will take coordinated, cooperative efforts of the FBI, Department of Homeland Security, and the rest of the intelligence community to achieve. We encourage these actions and much greater congressional attention to this threat. The country has been invaded, an invasion that will continue as long as the nation's enemies perceive it will be tolerated. Until it is stopped, the United States is extraordinarily less safe and secure. Knowing all of this, it would be a shameful travesty if some terrible attack, a preventable attack, were to occur against innocent Americans or the infrastructure that keeps the nation safe and functioning. The government will have failed grievously in its duty to protect. Signed, Mr. Kevin R. Brock, Assistant Director, Director of Intelligence, retired from the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Um, and Mr. Kress Swecker, assistant director criminal investigative division, retired from the federal Bureau of Investigation.
8: Okay. Um, I, I just like to mention to these gentlemen right now, um, you were probably a part of the Bureau that people actually liked. And you're pissing in the wind. You were pro- probably a part of the group of people. This is why. This is why you got out. When it comes to police work. When it comes to being a lawyer, when it comes to especially being a defense attorney or even a prosecuting attorney, you have to cross your T's and dot your I's and you have to be more right than the next guy every single time. You have to. Your whole liability rests on it. For instance, let's take the FBI for today. This, these two guys, they're talking to a brick wall. Chris Ray doesn't want to do anything about the border. No, it will. So, and on top of that, how many of you fucking people trust the Bureau?
3: None of you do. I don't even trust the Bureau. You know what's going to happen? There's going to be some of, and I say some, not just one, some of those soft attacks on innocent, unarmed populations, populaces. And it'll probably be coordinated. It'll happen in multiple places across the country at the same time, on the same day. And then, then in Congress, they'll start crying and carrying on and talking about it. They won't do anything. But the Republicans will point fingers at the Democrats, saying, "This is your fault. This could have been prevented." And the Democrats will point fingers at the Republicans, saying, "But you didn't give us enough money to fix it." Or and they're just going to fight with each other. And then you know what's going to happen again? Or, the same fucking thing.
8: Or it's more mischievous than that. Stand by. How about this one? You're right. The coordinated attacks happen. Happen to everywhere but MAGA rallies. They kill their own. So they can blame it on us, because that's what's going to happen. Because they don't give a
0: fuck about anybody.
8: They're going to turn around and blame it right on MAGA. They're going to say, oh, see, this was all Donald Trump's followers doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then the next thing you know, we see fucking robot dogs in the streets. Hey, I'm just saying, look, if you're not ready by now, I
3: can't help you. Well, Trump, on Truth Social is calling for willing state governors to deploy their National Guards to Texas and remove the illegals back across the border. President Donald J. Trump, when I was president, we had the most secure border in history. Joe Biden has surrendered our border and is aiding and abetting a massive invasion of millions of illegal migrants into the United States. Instead of fighting to protect our country from this onslaught, Biden is unbelievably fighting to tie the hands of Governor Abbott and the state of Texas so that the invasion continues unchecked. In the face of this national security, public safety and public health catastrophe, Texas has rightly invoked the Invasion Clause of the Constitution and must be given full support to repel the invasion. Page two. We encourage all willing states to deploy their guards to Texas to prevent the entry of illegals and to remove them back across the border. All Americans should support the common sense measures by Texas authorities to protect the safety, security and sovereignty of Texas and of the American people. When I am president on day one, instead of fighting Texas, I will work hand in hand with Governor Abbott and other border states to stop the invasion, seal the border and rapidly begin the largest domestic deportation operation in history. Those Biden has let in should not get comfortable. Because they will be going home. How are you gonna get rid of them? How are you Easy. gonna get rid of them? Easy. Really? Yeah. Well, it how? Ice. They're everywhere. They're not just in ice. Ice does ice. I know. I know ice, ice is everywhere. Does that shit and they
8: are really good at it? And let me tell you something. Yeah, they have had their hands tied for the last
3: eight years. Once again, three years. Eight.
8: Oh, what? What you think? Department of Homeland Security let ICE do their job when Trump? No, ICE was not allowed to do their job when Trump was in charge because the guy in charge of fucking the Department of Homeland Security was a
3: goddamn fucking backstabber. Uh, DQ Ball. They they um, removed the tracking from the cell phones that they handed out to the migrants as they were coming across the border. They disabled the tracking capabilities on the cell phones. Um, but yeah, I told you guys this before, though. I've already predicted this. They threw the cell phones out the second they got them. Papers, please. If you don't look like you were born here. And we already talked about this. America is a melting pot. You can look like anything and be born here. You will be asked for your papers on the street. You better start carrying your fucking passport, your birth certificate, your social security card, anything to prove that you are an American citizen. Because otherwise, you might end up on a bus across the border.
8: I got something better for them. But anyway.
3: I'm just saying. How do you begin the largest mass deportation in history? I'm I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm asking about the logistics. ICE. I, I'm telling you,
8: ICE is good at mm-hmm. it. They just have not been able to do their job. Telling mm-hmm. you. If they're allowed to do their job, they'll fucking, trust me, they will clean house. Because, you know what? It's Americans, too. It's partly us. We have to be a part of it. Nah. These fuckers, these are illegals. <clears throat> yeah. They're here illegally. It's partly you. Yeah, we all gotta put on those brown shirts. To and to be honest, Nazis. and to be honest with you, all ICE has to do is go hang out at a Home Depot or a Lowe's and they can pick up everybody in the back. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. The, the ones I'm worried about are the ones that came in here for that nefarious aren't reasons. for work. Correct. Yes. The Those are the ones we need to find. Here. Exactly. Those are the ones that I'm, I'm worried about. Yeah. Those are the ones Texas needs to be worried about because we have no idea where they're at in Texas or even if they're in Texas anymore. No, they could be anywhere. At, coordinated attacks. At this point, we have no idea. But what I can tell you is the federal government has no idea either.
3: Any large celebration, Mardi Gras, St. Patrick's Day? Anything, yep. anything is at risk. You think we won't be armed this St. Patrick's Day? You got another thing coming. You're damn skippy. We are all going armed, even the teenager. I'll be marching armed, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. With my big ass fucking dog at my side. Come and get it. I- I'm just saying that th- there's a lot more to this. This is getting, this.
8: I told you it's getting spicy. It's a matter of time now. I don't believe for one second that this government is going to do anything to prevent this matter of fact, I also believe they're going to probably make it move faster because what they're realizing is in court, Trump's winning. I mean, granted,
3: he walked out of a he walked out of a fucking courthouse today after he was told, or Yeah, well, we'll get to that. Let's finish we'll get to this. that. Yeah. So um, you guys hear that the truckers <laughs> are going to Texas. Fuck yeah. Seven hundred thousand of them. Go. For it.
2: Let's talk about This. Trucker Convoy, you brought this up just a moment ago. So this is called Take Our Border Back. It kicks off Monday. So you've got multiple starts. You've got trucks leaving from Virginia Beach that are going to go through Texas, Arizona, California. On the website, it describes the event as as a peaceful assembly, encouraging all freedom-loving and law-abiding Americans to attend. I saw that you posted on X to raise awareness about that. You obviously just mentioned it a moment ago. I understand that you're going to be speaking once they get to Eagle Pass. Uh, I also see that, you know, the, it's going to go through Yuma. It's going to go to San UC California as well. Uh, 700,000 vehicles. That's the prediction here. How do you keep that? Well, peaceful and on track. That's a lot of trucks.
11: Well, the people that have organized this are the same people that went to California to DC with the truckers. Uh, I understand we're going to be joined by Canadian truckers. So these people, uh, are committed to a peaceful demonstration that we've had enough. The American people have had enough. We're demanding that the Biden administration do its job, enforce the laws on the books, uh, and secure our border. Eight million people during the Biden administration? Uh, That's more than the population of Ohio. Uh, This is the time for us to rise up as the American people and demand that our president do his job. Uh, This should be a peaceful movement of the American people joined by other uh, nations if they want to come. This is the Canadian farmers, uh, truckers. This is the German farmers. This is the French farmers. This is the Dutch farmers. This is a movement well beyond the United States that people are simply tired of the overreach of their federal governments. And we're pushing back. Now is the time.
3: My dad asked, what are 700,000 truckers going to do at the border? I said, I don't know. Maybe they'll just line their 18 wheelers up one after another. Ass to tow. Say, no, you ain't coming across. You know, they all got shotguns in their trucks. Fuck it. Shit. Line up 700,000 18 wheelers on the border. Let's see them come through. Actually. Just saying.
8: Let's see Border Patrol try and get anywhere near Eagle Pass. You're going to have a hell of traffic trying to get through there. Especially if a truck breaks down right in the middle of the road and cuts off. Oh shit! My truck broke down, bro. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I can't.
3: Can't move it. Doesn't work. Damn. Yeah. What kind of supplies, though, Ben? That's the question. Well, no,
8: because these are these are uh, no the, these guys are patriot truckers. Stop. I know. I hope they go with the right supplies.
3: Exactly. I, uh,
8: travel properly, people. I always can keep protection on me. Nine millimeter, semi-automatic. It's all you need. I'm telling you, it's coming. It's really coming. It, y'all. It's right around the corner. It's like sparking. Sparky, we're in here. He would say it's very sparky in America right now. I don't know if I want to be there.
3: Yeah, Sparky's mad at us. So. Yeah, you'll
6: have that. I don't give a fuck.
11: And that's the angle. All right. We got a Fox News alert.
8: Donald Trump is urging states to send their National Guard members to
2: Texas to help Governor Greg Abbott in his standoff with the Biden administration to secure our southern border. Joining us now is Texas Lieutenant Governor
8: Dan Patrick. Governor, um, I've already gotten text messages from people
2: who are concerned and hearing that that this is just what Biden wants. He wants something to trigger something that will end up, you know, ending up in some type of violence involving states versus the federal government.
8: Are you concerned about that, given how this is changing? Before Dame Patrick goes here, because she took on, Laura Ingram took on your role there. That was last night mm-hmm. prior to sanctions being levied against Texas.
6: Mm-hmm.
8: That was last night. I would have agreed with you last night had you said that last night. But now. But now that sanctions have been let No, fuck this. No, nope, no. Nope. He wants. He, you're damn right. I know. He wants it. I know. Fine. Let's give it to him. I, I'm at that point. Look.
3: Folks, I didn't say we shouldn't give it to him. I'm just saying we're playing into their hands if folks, we do.
8: We play fuck around and find out every night at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. It's about time we start living up to that motto. See, Fuck around and find out. He's fucking around right now by levying sanctions against Texas. Now he's going to find out in a major fucking way. Because nobody fucking likes this old bastard. Nobody fucking gives a shit about this old codger that's living up there who's making these rash decisions with
3: medial thought.
8: And he's a fucking moron to boot.
3: So here's the continuation of my thought, of my argument. They do want a war. They want a war to suspend Pasi or to suspend the Constitution, to take over, to suspend the elections. My question is, do we want another election?
8: Yeah, but I don't want one with the current rules that are in place. I'd rather go ahead and wipe everybody out and we just go ahead and start it again.
3: Election in the same system that we have been slaves to our entire lives. Do we want that
8: buried in this? Absolutely. I believe in this. Yes. Because I believe this, if we follow this, we actually follow what's written here, it will guide us for another five, seven, eight, nine hundred years. Easy. The problem is, we've never followed what's in here. We've always added to it. We've tried to make adjustments to it no we've never followed what's in the constitution
3: so you do not want another election in the system that we've been slaves in our entire lives correct how do we prevent it how do we change it
8: we let everybody know if this happens again well we got to make we have to make this lesson the most brash
3: fool me once shame on me fool me twice. twice
6: Shame, shame on, you. on you.
3: And now you get to pay the price. They fooled us our entire lives. When does it become fuck you? Not just shame on you. Okay. Well, now you're going the other way.
8: Now you're going to A- where I was. Am I? Yeah. Or was I always there? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Let Dan Patrick talk, <laughs> bitch. Playing fucking the fence like a hero over here. I'm on one side. No, not on the other. Nope, I'm on this side. No, back on the other. Would you make up your fucking mind already? Holy shit.
12: I'm not concerned,
11: uh, Laura. The biggest mistake the Biden administration could make would be confronting law enforcement or our military, our National Guard, at our border, at this park when we're actually doing the job that the american people want so if they come down and create a situation all of america already knows now they will clearly see that the democrats are willing to take on a state that is operating under the, our constitutional right to protect our people and protect yeah.
6: protect
3: yes I agree. Yeah. I agree. Enact it. They did. When tyranny awesome. becomes law, rebellion becomes duty. To, tyranny
8: just became law. Rebellion is now our duty. You wanted to see tyranny, and, and everybody wanted to see tyranny right in their face because they didn't believe it was happening before. Now you have a president supposedly in charge of a, a republic a democratic republic and this republic this president just elected to say yeah no we're not going to do any more lng we're not going to do that
3: now all all you people that have um... this
8: is tit for tat that's all this is texas said fuck you joe biden turned around said watch this now okay now i'm not going to sell any more of your lng how can this be? Nobody's talking about this on the news tonight. Nope, I already watched. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody's saying that this is a sanction. No, they're just saying that, well, Joe Biden did it for the environment. No, this is a sanction directed against Texas. Just because Joe Biden said it wasn't Texas doesn't mean it's not Texas. Texas is the larger producer of freaking LNG in this fucking country. How is that not a shot against Texas? And Texas doesn't believe it
3: either. Yep. Thank God. These are the people of Texas. This is not Patriot Front. They're not wearing masks. They're not wearing the Fed uniform. These are all people dressed in their own clothes, in their own hats, carrying the American flag. The people of Texas are standing up.
5: These are my people. And this is my land. This is my land. This is what we pray for. And this is God's plan. If you from here, are my
8: people. that's a lot of people thank god i'm glad somebody is fuck the rest of us need to we'll see for energy what happened to energy hope he's okay. yeah no go for it go for it what i don't know i don't what happened to energy though
3: Oh, uh, energy on matrix. What happened? He's got, he's in liver failure, I think. Oh
8: really? No shit. Yes. Go ahead. Go, please, please please go right ahead. Absolutely. Put the link in there and everybody go check out this link, please. Uh, he's on the foxhole. If you guys don't know who he is, um, he's on the foxhole all the time. He's been in our show a bunch. Yeah. Um, absolutely. I haven't haven't seen him for a while. Um, yeah, he's apparently going through some bad shit with his, uh liver or whatnot so yeah. prayers too not just money prayers because he's gonna need it yeah anyway um mm. oh you could have gone there because gavin's an idiot too
3: well uh, yeah here's dc drano um he is saying that there are sanctions
8: yeah no i know he i think he and i would probably agree with, on this one
3: Yep, yeah. Biden gave Governor Abbott a 1 p.m. Oh, I guess it was 1 p.m. Eastern. I thought it was 1 p.m. Central deadline to remove his National Guard troops. Abbott refused. So Biden issued punitive sanctions against Texas by pausing liquid natural gas development opportunities, which will directly hurt the Texas economy. This is not a coincidence. This is how evil Biden is. He is suffocating Texas jobs because Governor Abbott is protecting our border. Yep. From the New York Times. So. And notice
8: there's if you go down the New York Times clip there, there's nothing about Texas in there. No, it's about climate. Yeah. And the economy. Yeah. Because I thought our economy was great. Yeah. I thought everybody told us that the economy was great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And this is more projection. So remember, we we're big on the projection thing. Whatever the Democrats tell you 90% of the time, they're doing. If they say that MAGA is doing it, 90% of the time, they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Here's another perfect example of what they're doing that, and trying to blame us for
13: it. Oh, They won't touch it. They don't want to solve this problem. They want to use it for political purposes. And again, I say this as a border state governor. No one has to introduce me to this issue. with the largest port in the Western Hemisphere in the state of California. We live this. And I think it is a disgrace what the Republican Party is doing, what Donald Trump is doing. And this is hidden in plain sight. He sent out a tweet or some truth, whatever, yeah. saying, kill it. Yeah. And these guys are so weak, How, I did, it's so pathetically weak, this Republican Party. And the new speaker said, oh, yes, sir, what else would you like us to do? We don't care about America. We don't care about our freedoms and liberties. We care about politics exclusively at the expense of the American people, because all we care about is winning for winning's sake. That is shameful. All right,
8: back with me from South Carolina. And that's all your party has done since the beginning. So I'm confused as to what you're talking about, Gavin, because they have no
3: problem killing all of us.
8: What you're talking about is what the elites do. Again, look, all right. So I got a phone call today from my buddy that's a uniformed division secret service guy. He showed up at work this morning to a memo on his locker. And the memo on his locker was a new memo about when you're in civilian clothes while on duty. Get this. The Secret Service is so concerned about protection of the president and dignitaries. They put out a memo to everyone in the Secret Service this morning that said you are not allowed to wear a red tie anymore while on duty, while standing post. What? Yes. Yes because the other day there was one of Trump's secret service agents that was walking out of the courthouse with him and he was photographed with Trump wearing a red tie so? and he was wearing a red tie so they're saying, well, it shows that you guys are supporting the former president.
3: They're supposed to be supporting the former president they're in secret service detail
8: That's what they claimed. So in the Secret service now, you're not allowed to wear a red tie. Hmm. That's what they're worried about. Hey, DJ, if this is true, if this is real, which I know it is, because my buddy's not going to lie to me, he showed me the fucking memo. DJ, if this is real, you are no lo- you can no longer be protected by these people. You're going to get hurt. You're going to get killed. If you let these people protect you, they're going to kill you. If they're worried about a fucking tie, meanwhile, your threat level is above a million. And they're worried about a fucking tie. Are you fucking serious?
3: It's all optics.
8: This is like, so we were back at camp when I was in Afghanistan. One of the times I was deployed there. No bullshit. We had this colonel who was on our compound, I looked just like this. No shit. I had a beard down to here. Actually, I had rubber bands in it. I had a rubber band at the bottom.
3: And right, But it was brown because I used to send them beard dye. Yeah, I dyed the shit out of it. Yeah.
8: Because Afghans never seen anybody with blonde hair before. It's really weird. They get flipped out when they see you. But so I I dyed my my beard dark colors. Anyway, so we we're sitting there and this colonel was on the post. We got fucking lit up dudes tried to jump the wire shit came in shooting fucking our 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 guns engaged i fucking grabbed a gun mind you i was in flip-flops cut off fucking bdu pants and a t-shirt that i had cut down the sleeves off of and i had sunglasses on my head and i went run into a gate i grabbed my body armor went running to a gate started shooting back all this other shit We came walking back. We're having a grand time. We're all laughing and joking about it. And this fucking colonel goes, what are you doing? (laughs) What type of soldier are you? Standing there in shorts and flip-flops. It's like, I'm sorry, sir. I didn't have time to go on and put on my fucking dress. Next time I'll remember the pumps. And I walked right around him. And we had just gotten back from being out in the woods for like three days. And this cocksucker had the balls to say that to me. And then he got pissy because I fucking went off on him. And then our team captain stepped in and was just like, let him go. He'll probably kill you in your sleep. So just let him go. Granted, that colonel was gone by the next morning, but it was fucking hysterical. But that's the shit they're worried about. They were worried about me and fucking cut-off shorts and a cut-down t-shirt, killing bad guys. (coughs) Just like they are with the Secret Service and a red fucking tie. Are you serious? This is where our country's at. Oh, I got a better one though. Go to the Navy one. This guy. Did you get this guy? Yep. I think he did. Because I want you guys to see this too. This this absolutely made me lose my. You got it right. She's right on top of it. And tonight she's fucking batting a thousand. This made me go absolutely batshit crazy sideways.
3: I mean, well, it is the Navy. What kind of standards do they have anyway? They used to have a harder standard to get in than anybody else. I know. I'm teasing.
8: You a, have- I'm about to call the United States Navy. You're
11: going to want to hear this conversation.
14: America's Navy, this is Petty Officer Adam.
11: Hey, Adam. This is Cody. I'm calling from Washington State.
4: Hello, Cody. I'm in Oregon State.
11: Yes. I just heard on TikTok that you guys are no longer requiring GEDs or high school diplomas. Is that true?
4: We'll do you
1: select. Yes. Okay. So the new work so yes. Yeah, apparently it is that is correct. Uh the, but the caveat to that is you have to score fifty or above on the ad. All
11: right. Well thank you for clarifying that. Looks like we're going to war.
1: Well thank for thanks for giving me information. Oh well let's hope not, but uh thanks for giving me some information. So I appreciate it and I learned a little bit, so uh good to go. Uh
11: yeah, if you to get any more questions or anything, reach out to us, okay? I appreciate that. Have a good day. Straight from the horse's mouth. We're going to war.
8: Hold the... Fu- Wait a minute. You don't have to have a GED or a high school diploma to be a soldier anymore?
3: Just in the Navy. I think it's been that way for the Army for a long time. No. <laughs> Again, I'm teasing. Oh, my God. Oh, my... This Whoa. is bullshit. That's it. There's definitely no wrong hole in you the know, Navy anymore. Back in back in World War II, How? in every, well, World War I, World War II, the Civil War, the Revolution, then they didn't really, you know, if you could hold a gun, you could fight in the revolution. But when they put in standards, they said, you know, you had to be a certain age to fight. Kids would get around that any way they could. You'd have 15, 16 year olds, 17 year olds stealing their older brothers' birth certificates and signing up. That
8: was even before we had
3: standards. No. That I was know. still
8: before. That you know, World War II, we still didn't have any standards for enlistment. You, you didn't have to have a you'd have to be, you had to be 18 years old and that was it. Okay. There was no high school diploma required because most towns didn't have high schools.
3: I gotcha. What I'm saying though is you had to be 18 and kids would take their older brother's birth certificate yep. or their cousin or whatever and sign up saying they were 18. Because they were so anxious to go fight. Now, we have literally war at every turn, even here on our homeland. And everyone's running for the hills. Their recruitment is so low that now any high school dropout can be a Navy soldier.
8: A sailor. Sailor whatever you could be a soldier too because i guarantee if it's if it's if it's that way for the navy that that means it's straight across the board for everybody
3: and yeah gus you haven't had to be a citizen to join the military for quite a while
8: yeah Uh, it wasn't required Mm -hmm. matter of fact that was the fastest way to citizenship we had damn that sucks dude glad to see you here Glad you're alive, dude. Yeah, no shit. Glad you woke up on this side of the grass today. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. But that's, we showed you the numbers. We showed you how bad the Army was upside down. But if the Navy did this, the Army's doing it too. The Marine Corps is doing it too. Everybody's doing it.
3: Wait, all right, hold on. Ellsworth's saying they're also waiving physical requirements and citizenship and also allow enlistment of 15-year-olds without parents' permission. And they're suspending your analysis. Wow. That's a huge one. Yeah. How, many, how many people did you see get kicked out of the army for thousands, being high? Thousands. For failing a piss
8: test. Piss test. Yeah, thousands. I, I don't know. I, I saw so many. It wasn't even funny. Like at, how often would you say? Like one every, every day? Test. One every piss test. One every piss test. One every, at least one every piss test. No more piss
3: tests. Sometimes
8: we had, like one time
3: we had. Um, it wasn't liver failure. It was his kidneys shut down. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, that's good. I was. I was. Are you. Have, uh, I mean, that's not good. Are you in. Um, are you getting the. Uh, dialysis.
8: Dialysis. Anyway. Yeah, it's going to take him Take a minute. Because go it goes through. But yeah. but yeah, no, that's the crazy part. Okay, well, we love you, and we hope everything, we hope you get better, dude. Yes. Oh. That sucks.
3: Yeah, the world's too crazy right now. There's too much pest, too much pestilence around energy for you to be down with something like that. So, heal up. Drink some distilled water. Yeah
8: probably already is i'm sure he's been here for a while
3: i know
6: <sighs> he's one
8: of the few that i i've remembered since the beginning like when we started doing live shows
3: yeah yeah well so um there are a few governors that are putting their soldiers where their mouths are
8: i kind of wish this was uh dr uh Dr. Sherwood, but
12: and the know. former president uh, Donald Trump has suggested to all the Republican governors out there, uh, send members of your state's National Guard. In your case, Governor, it would be the Oklahoma National Guard. Send them down to Texas to help Greg Abbott. Are you going to do that?
7: Absolutely. You know, I've done it once before and we're looking. I already talked to my tag, my General Mancino. We've already started putting the numbers together. Uh, we'll be in contact with Governor Abbott.
14: The
8: former president. So my question to all these governors, are you sending your troops armed? I would think so. Nope. Guarantee 90% of them aren't. Why? Because technically they're not allowed to transport weapons across state lines.
3: Technically they're not allowed to align with Abbott in the first place.
8: True. So everything they're doing is out of a direct act of Really, despotism. I mean, you're 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 looking down the lines of we're
3: breaking the law.
8: We're lawbreakers.
3: Well, you know what? Here's the real lawbreakers. Yep, cartel member right there. Yep, coyote bringing his people across the border, bringing them to the wall, and then taking documents. Taking pictures,
8: making sure that everybody knows that they got there. Yep. So because he gets his money He has to prove it to the car, cartel Cartels, leader. Yeah. He's got to prove it to the cartel leader that he, he got him to the border. That's it. He needs his money. He needs his money. So he's going to go back and get paid for mm-hmm. dropping those immigrants off the border.
3: Yep. Exactly.
8: Or the illegals. Cause I refuse to call them immigrants because
3: they're illegal. They're illegal. They're not immigrants. Period. They're illegal. Oh, but, um, is this real? Yeah. She did it today swear to god how how can how can that be real I, is she, is she's really this fucking dumb yes she is i can't see we're we're led by fucking idiots it has to be an act
8: i don't think it is
3: breaking in response to governor greg abbott representative alexandria ocasio cortez Calls on Americans to boycott Texas roadhouse. You are not allowed to eat steak anymore at Texas roadhouse because the name Texas (laughs) is in the, are you fucking kidding me? Folks, we are governed by fucking idiots.
8: Look at the. the, I don't know what else to say. This is what she thinks is going to end this
3: say that we're governed by sensible adults. Yeah, that I, is that a parody account? I have to wonder, though, because. Yeah, I, th- I think the U.S. Ministry of Truth, Truth is a parody account.
8: No, I, I think that's a parody account, but I, I definitely think that she said that because it wasn't the only account I found it on. I don't
3: know. I mean, come on. She said this, too. Yeah, well, she deleted this one. She I know. said this one in a tweet. This was in 2020 when she said uh, "Yep, it's vital that governors maintain restrictions on businesses until after the November elections because economic recovery will help Trump be reelected. A few business closures or job losses is a small price to pay to be free from his presidency. Hashtag keep us closed. May 20th, 2020. Mm-hmm. And then she deleted that one because, you know, you're not allowed to tell the truth and shit like that. I mean, that's honestly what's going on. Yeah.
8: One more time, the government is trying to make us believe
3: something that is just not real. Like um, Bidenomics working. Okay, here. Here's a prime example of the government trying to make you believe something that isn't real.
12: The USDA's recommended grocery budgets for a family of four have people feeling full-on gaslit. It's no secret, of course, that grocery prices have risen exponentially since 2020, but the USDA's recommended grocery budgets show a deep disconnect between the government's messaging and what we're all actually experiencing at the grocery checkout. Multiple times a year, the U.S. Department of Agriculture releases several food plans, supposedly based on actual food prices. TikToker Sarah Bigger Stewart has a great explainer of this if you're interested, but the basic gist is that these food plans are broken up into four tiers, thrifty, which is used to determine food stamp benefits, low cost, moderate cost, and liberal, meaning you don't really have to worry about what you're spending. These food tiers are based on the types of grocers you're buying, and the lower tiers allow for very few actually nutritious choices. Fresh fruits and vegetables, whole grains, and high quality meats, for example, those are only recommended for the big spenders according to these plans. But the bigger problem is that the actual monetary figures for these budgets bear very little resemblance to what people are actually spending right now. We asked parents to share their grocery bills with us, and all of them said that they spend moderately, not depriving themselves, but cutting corners and finding discounts wherever they can. And because grocery prices vary so much region to region, we asked people all over the country, from Michigan to California, nobody's spending was even close to the USDA's recommended budgets. Even I, a single man who cuts every corner I can on grocery spends about $500 a month, which is a full $50 more than the USDA says I should be spending if I'm not worrying about my grocery bill at all, buying, you know, caviar and artisanal kale or whatever. There's a very simple reason for the disconnect between the sunny economic numbers provided by our leaders and the anger the public seems to be feeling about the economy. Many of those numbers, like the ones for groceries, simply don't accord with people's lived realities. And insisting that we should feel better about the economy isn't going to do anything to fix these disconnects or the problems that stem from them. Instead, our leaders in Washington might want to try actually explaining what they plan to do about these problems other than lay blame on each other that is. Cuz people are really tired of being gaslit. You know what
8: I you know what I wish. Hmm. I <coughs> Can you all make a mental note of this? Because one of the things that in politics, at least one of the things I learned, especially when I was in school, was I learned that there is a. When when you go back and you look at presidencies over time. And you look at Democratic presidencies, right, there's this upheaval where people are always pissed when Democrats are in charge, mm-hmm. Money is always tight. Finances are always to the, to the tilt. You go back to JFK's presidency. JFK's presidency, he spent his way out of three different wars. He spent his way out of them. He was probably about 15% of our national debt because we had no money when he was doing what he was doing. Because <clears throat> we were already fighting. A, we were advising in a battlefield in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And then we were fighting there after Johnson took over, but he had spent so much money to keep us out of Vietnam and to keep us away from Cuba and Russia and everything else. And NASA, he was starting NASA all at the same time. He had spent so much money. He probably accounts for 15% of our debt, but every time under a liberal and every time under a Republican, it's kind of like ticks up the only two Republicans that had never ticked up George Bush and George Bush jr.
3: Well, they weren't really Republicans, so bingo. You know, my mom was both my parents now. My dad told uh, my mom that they're putting up Michelle to run Big Mike, right? Big Mike And I told them both, you know, Michelle Obama's a man. And I showed them the picture and I even showed my dad that Joan Rivers um clip clip, right? That happens We've played that. Right. A we've played it many times, times too, right? Where she says it. Yeah. Wait, we've already had a trainee in the White House. Michelle Obama. But What my mom said to me is, it's killing me. She goes, I mean, I don't like her policies, but she's, I think she's really smart. I was like, mom, literally, she hates white people. And it's not even a she, stop calling it a she, it's a man. It's a dude. I know, I know. But then she said to me, she said, but I really just don't like Trump. He needs to stop tweeting. I was like, mom, he hasn't tweeted in like three freaking years. Yeah. I said, you don't like him because the media has trained you not to like him. You liked him before you knew him. And you never had a problem with him until the media told you that he orange man bad. But mom, whether you like him or not, I was like, you don't like him because he's a New Yorker. Honestly, you don't like what he said, but he's a freaking New Yorker. You grew up listening to that. What's the problem now? So no matter whether you like him or not, that's not the point. He's probably the best president that we've had in both of our lifetimes. If you think about it, our lives were significantly easier under Trump. We all had more money in the bank. We all had more money in our pockets. We were not struggling nearly as well.
6: Nearly nearly as as much. much.
3: We were doing much better. We weren't we were doing so much better. And she's like, she's like, oh, I know, but, you know, it's, I can't vote for anybody anymore. I just vote against people. I said, mom, that's what everybody does. When was the last time you voted for somebody in an election? Or did you just vote against the person that you liked less? I said, mom, the problem with voting for the lesser of two evils is that regardless of who wins, you're still voting in evil that's where we're at. Always evil. My mom doesn't even watch the news. My dad does, but always evil.
8: And you can see who's been trained in that relationship. Obviously not your mom, but your dad has, because he's the one that keeps spitting out these liberal talking points that are absolutely retarded.
3: Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. But hey, you know, we heard, um, Taylor Lorenz bitching about this last night, crying about this. Here's something a little more. um...
8: This I like. Yeah. Yeah. Glenn Greenwald takes this apart. You're going to like this. I like it. I I agree.
3: And this will bring us right up to tribute.
8: I agree with everything he says here, too. I think he's spot on with what he brings up. For whatever reason, over the past two months, three months, and even over
15: the past several weeks, this trend has really accelerated to the point where... So many of the most recognizable and longest standing media brands are just starting to collapse in complete freefall. And even the billionaires who decided that they were going to invest in media outlets sort of as a charity project. We saw that with Jeff Bezos in the Washington Post. We saw it with Steve Jobs's widow uh, who bought The Atlantic. We saw it with Pierre Midiar and many media outlets like The Intercept where I used to work, but now The Bulwark and Bill Crystal's various projects are all starting to abandon media as well because billionaires don't actually like to lose money year after year after year. And that's what's happening. Because when you have a public that has contempt for the product that's being produced and contempt for the people who are producing it, they no longer trust it and value it, There's no way to get enough of their attention to be able to monetize it. Here from the New York Times just this last week, or actually this week, you see the headline there, billionaires wanted to save the news industry. They're losing a
8: fortune. Quote, Time Magazine, The Washington Post. and the Hey, look, real quick. I realize you guys got the first part of this is cut off. If you don't know what's going on, can you rewind? Bring us right back to 118. But can you rewind like 30, not even five seconds? Bring up the other corner box. No, keep going back. Keep going back a little bit further. Stop. All right. So, if you see mainstream media in crisis up in the right hand corner, the LA Times, BuzzFeed, The Atlantic, Time, and The Washington Post have all cut 85% of their workforce. Mm-hmm. They are chopping their workforce before they go under. Yeah. All of these mainstream media fucks are screwed. They're about to go under. And guess what? It's because of you Uh, all, us, and other people that have fucking gotten to this point where, hey, these people have been lying to you forever. We're telling you the truth. Look at this. And now they're starting to cut and they're starting to cut and run. They're losing all their bank backing. Sports Illustrated. I thought it was about the swimsuit issue from last year. No. Do you know that Sports Illustrated since ESPN – showed up on the scene. Do you know that Sports Illustrated has lost close to $10 million a year since ESPN showed up?
3: People don't read anymore.
8: Yeah. Nobody's picking up magazines. Nobody's picking up newspapers. They get it online. Yep. This shit is, we knew this was going to come. We knew it was going to happen. We just didn't think it was going to happen this fast. Actually, I thought it was going to happen a while ago. I I didn't think it would because I I, I, I knew we had at least one more president. We, we had one more presidential campaign because there's no way the media is going to black out when Trump's running.
3: Nope. You know, I I actually studied journalism in college initially and I, and I told y'all for my high school senior project, I did uh, a presentation on internet shopping and everyone thought I was crazy, but for in college, I studied journalism initially and, uh, I saw the writing on the wall then, and they tried to get me to write at the school paper, write for the school paper, and I said, "No, you know what? I'm I'm going to drop this. I'm just going to go straight to English." And my advisor asked me, "Why won't you stay? Why would not you stay in journalism? You're you're really good at it. You're a good writer. You can pick things apart. You ask questions that other people don't even think of." I said, "Because there's no job. There's no future in it." I said, what are you talking about? There will always be journalists. I said, no, there won't. No, there won't. Newspapers and magazines are going to be a thing of the past. Really soon. Internet's making sure of that. That was 25 years ago. Yeah. I did not expect it to last as long as it did, to be honest. But hey, go back to Glenn Greenwald.
15: Los Angeles Times, owned by Mark Bainoff, Jeff Bezos, and Dr. Patrick Soon-Shang, are still losing money. Time, The Washington Post and the Los Angeles Times all lost millions of dollars last year, people with knowledge of the company's finances have said, after considerable investments from their owners and intensive efforts to drum up new revenue streams. In the middle of last year, The Times was on track to lose 30 million to 40 million dollars in 2023, according to three people with knowledge of the projections. Last year, the company cut about 74 jobs, and executives have met in recent days to discuss the possibility of deep job cuts, according to two other people familiar with conversations. Mr. Bezos hasn't fared much better at the Washington Post. Like many news organizations, the Post has struggled to hold on to the momentum that it had gained in the wake of the 2020 election. Sagging subscriptions and advertising revenue led to losses of about $100 million last year. At the end of the year, the company estimated eliminated 240 of its 2,500 jobs through buyouts, including some of its well-regarded journalists, well-regarded from the New York Times perspective. But that's 10% of the Washington Post's newsroom being laid off, despite having the backing of one of the two or three richest people on the planet. The Atlantic, which Powell jobs bought in 2017 has set a target of reaching 1 million combined digital and print subscribers and achieving profitability. The company said it had more than 925,000 subscribers as of last summer, though it was still not yet profitable. The difficulties facing the companies are getting only more severe here from yesterday. NPR tells an even grimmer story. The title is a look at the wave of layoffs hitting the news industry. The L.A. Times has confirmed and its employees are letting us know online that it has laid off about 115 journalists in its newsroom of what had been only about 500. That represents about 22, 23 percent layoff happening in a single day. The Washington Post just laid off 10 percent of its ownership. Like the L.A. Times, it is owned by a civic minded billionaire. We at NPR went through a 10 percent cut last year. Here from the USA Today from two weeks ago, January January 12th, the headline NBC News lays off dozens in latest bad news for U.S. workforce. See 2024 job cuts so far. USA Today confirmed the NBC News layoffs on Friday. Other companies starting off their new year by slashing their workforces included Google, Twitch, Amazon, and Discord. The layoffs at NBC, first reported by Puck News are the latest in an onslaught of cuts made in the journalism industry throughout 2023, including by NBC News, which slashed 75 jobs this same time last year, according to a timeline provided by Forbes. Now, I can spend all night, literally, reading to you articles like this from these exact media outlets that are in the part of the industry that is failing, and you will find everything in there about the how deep these cuts are how unprecedented they are about how so much more is coming because the scenario is only getting worse and worse and worse. You'll see attacks on their competitors like an independent media who they claim is responsible for spreading disinformation and doesn't provide the kind of responsible journalism that these outlets provide. You'll see all kinds of emotional heart tugging posts about how sad it is that these people are losing their jobs. These same people who went around telling other people in dying industries, oh, well, too bad there are no coal jobs. Go learn how to code. And yet they treat the collapse of their own industry as one of the world's greatest tragedies. You'll find everything in these articles, blaming Donald Trump and the Trump movement for undermining faith in American journalism. The one thing you will never, ever find. And believe me, I have been talking about this for a long time, so I look far and wide for any effort to find it is any kind of self-reflection, any kind of effort on the part of the journalists who are in these failing sectors to ask of themselves, why is it that the kind of journalism I'm producing has no market? Why is it that the public hates me and my colleagues?
8: That's a simple answer, Glenn, and I'm going to go ahead and give it to you. And if you lie, this is what happens. This is what, you know, all of these, all of these fucking reporters can say whatever they want. Okay. But when, when it comes time for the metal to hit the road and it is, guess what? You're going to be called on the carpet for everything you said. So if you said, go out and get your jab, let me tell you something. We're coming for you, too. Oh, yeah. If you said, oh, you you it's all because of you unvaccinated fuckers. Guess what? You're on the list too, MAGA terrorists. You're on the list as well. Just letting you know, it, we're fair about it. We're coming to get we're coming after everybody who came after us. 24. And if, you thought that this wasn't going to happen. Year of accountability. You are way
3: wrong. Until then. You want to get high?
8: That would be great. Can yeah, we agree. please? Yes. And we don't have to jump red pill tonight. So.
3: Nope. No red pill. He you was, have it though. So he was running a stream. So whatever. So we don't have to say
8: goodbye to red pill tonight. Nope. So it's just us. So enjoy folks. You got if it. you could smoke it, you know what time it is. From the J man. Mm-hmm.
3: So... It's
8: funny that his name was Justin. He never, he didn't smoke a whole lot of joints. I would have been smoking joints left, right, and center for the J-man. I mean, come on. Um,
3: I got a text message today saying, hey, I've not, I've not been able to find the good book for the last few days. Are you okay? <laughs> cool. and the good book's doing the same thing that this was doing because I didn't set up a separate stream because I was running it on the daily stream. So going forward, to make it easier to find. The Good Book will be its own show, so you'll be able to go back if you watch the replay. And then Liana's show will be her own show as well. So you can go back and watch the replay. Same thing with Patriot Party podcast. And then just the overnight shows, all the replays will be on the live stream. The live stream. Yeah. Good. So it'll... Just easier to produce that way, folks. That's the After, reason. It, well, it's our really... production... It's easier for people to find it. On our production, it doesn't really matter. Okay. But it's just easier for people to find well, it. Well, I mean, Leanna's show, we got to break up into three different... But it comes off the StreamYard file, not from Rumble. True. I'm talking about in Rumble. True. So... True. So, uh... So, I apologize if y'all have had difficulty finding the shows. We were trying something new little growing pains it happens this is why we uh you know like appreciate the feedback because then we can make it better for everybody so
8: i mean i try to make it easy for everybody but i mean i bitched about our show because i was like no no no. i want our show to
3: be yeah i like to set up our show a certain yeah. way and you know what the good book's the same way because i like to set it up that way too so it'll make it easier it'll just it i might it might take me a couple it'll take me a couple more minutes to get my on show set up in the morning i won't be able to just hit go live um but it really won't take me that much longer so well, it you should be signed up
8: before you set up your I your show.
3: no and not in rumble i can't oh yeah i only yeah, have no, one so, live stream yeah, going yeah, in time that's, right. that's why yeah same in pills I thought I could set up a pill stream while I had one going like set up a new one no it didn't show up so so you'll just
8: broadcast to our channel the 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 new combined channel of all the shows and an uh, overnight replay yeah for the overnight replay
3: yeah. okay good yeah that's a good idea because then they just go one to the other
8: from the AOC
3: Lion, I've got a process down now so it's actually like I already have things uploading now I think I've got the first I've got our show from last night already ready to go. And the good book from this morning already ready to go. And then the first two, or the first half of your show. <laughs> for the first, Fucking Griff. For the first, two, uh, first yeah. two segments or the first four hours of your show are already loaded up. And I'm just, uh, I'll do the last ones when I get in. So so Griff just sent me a fucking
8: a meme of AOC waiting out in front of a subway. And it says, been waiting here for hours. Still no fucking train. <laughs> She's an idiot. She, she's Seriously. that dumb, though.
3: I mean, she is that dumb. I don't get it. Sometimes you have to wonder if people that dumb are really that dumb or if it's just an act.
8: I,
11: is it possible
3: her, to really be that dumb? With Mr. Antif? No,
8: I, I think she is that dumb. Because I, Yeah, I think so, too. I, I'm sorry. She is an idiot. I know. I know. I, that one hurts.
3: Uh So you remember last night? we were talking about the united auto workers and the Mick was going off about how the united auto workers guys uh or president said that they were going to back Biden. Yeah. Well, I got the clip of
8: it. I got mm-hmm. the clip that we we played yesterday. I found the clip and I I brought it up, but think about this really quick too when you when you're watching this guy. Um you some that I heard today, I semi agree with it and I don't agree with it, but
3: Jeff, you can only fix stupid with a two by four or a, a baseball bat or a hammer or something like that. Just
8: saying. You can permanently fix mm-hmm. stupid with a 5.56 or a 0.223 millimeter. You can permanently fix stupid that way. But they said that this guy is part of the elite class or people are claiming that he's part of the elite class because he's speaking on behalf of all the auto workers. And, the auto workers, every union always goes Democrat. We all know that. Mm -hmm. Why? Because Democrats supposedly do all the big stuff for unions, which they don't. Except the oil workers they are not going Democrat this year. No, I, I doubt the oil workers world, but this, this guy is an example of what we're talking about. When we talk about two different tiers of people in this world, there is, there's two separate layers of this country. We have us, the workers, You all, everybody that goes to work every day, fucking whether you're welding, driving a truck, fucking picking up cargo, fucking moving bags, building houses, pouring concrete, whatever you're doing, you got the slave class. That's us. What are we a slave to? Dollars. And then you have the elites or the upper class. And this upper class, they operate willy nilly with free reign to do whatever the fuck they want and every time they get caught doing something bad they somehow get off Mm -hmm. magically as if and this is on both sides of the party folks this is left and right yeah yeah. this isn't i don't give a shit i'm a constitutionalist i believe in the constitution i sit right in the middle this is both sides of the bird Mm -hmm. both sides of this bird are being fucked by that chicken swear to god but this guy there's no way And I'll explain why here in just a minute. There's no way in fucking the world that any auto worker is voting for Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. There's not, no fucking chance. Watch this.
13: Look, let me be clear about this. A great majority of our members will not vote for President Biden. Uh, Yes, some will. Uh, But that's the reality of this. Uh, The majority of our members are going to vote their paycheck. Look, let me be clear.
3: And he's going to vote their paycheck. They're backing
13: Joe Biden.
8: And Neil Cavuto had just asked him, said, "Hey, why is it that we've been in two major states or well, one major state that has a lot of car car manufacturers in Iowa, why is it that Donald Trump won so handedly?" And he said, "Well, don't get me wrong. Most of our members are going to vote their t- paycheck. by their paycheck. So wait a minute. So now you're saying anybody that makes less than a certain amount of money a year is going to vote for Donald Trump because they're the they're the deplorables.
3: Or it could the be the smellies. Ford loses thirty six thousand on every F one hundred and fifty Lightning sold and fires seventy percent of EV workers. Ramps up on gas production. It's true. If you don't have a job because of Biden's policies, you're going to vote for Biden again. 70% of EV workers got fired. From Ford. From Ford.
8: Oh, no, it is. It is shekels. It's nothing to them. But when you're Mm -hmm. losing... See, this is the biggest thing. Uh, What was it? The S&P supposedly for like the last eight years has been 100% correct on who has been elected. Mm -hmm. So as it shows, it was really funny because I was watching uh, this economist this morning, and he was explaining about how the S and P has predicted the president. Normally, when the S and P is on its way up, on the out term of a president, a sitting president, normally he wins reelection. He took a chart and compared it Obama's last year in office, and he put this year. Right below it, just so you could see where the lines were, right? It's really funny. Obama's last year in office, where you think a Democrat would win uh, re-election pretty handily, pretty easily, Um, it started out the same exact way the S&P is going this year. And the S&P, even though they said it will be on a downward trend at the end of the year, they're still claiming that Joe Biden, for the first time in the last eight elections, the S&P is going against what they predicted in the past and with the the S&P going back down towards the end of the year they're saying that Joe Biden's going to get reelected no that has never happened first of all with the S&P since we've been tracking the S&P and second of all debit there's there's no way there's no way that auto workers this is the one job this is the one thing that Biden's had his dick beaters all over since day one he took office. Remember, he signed that bill into office. Was it the, the Chips and what was that the Chips and CARES Act or whatever yeah. the fuck it was? CARES. Or the Chips Act. The Chips Act was all about EV cars mm-hmm. and mandating that fucking companies had to build, have on site a certain stock of EV cars. They've been losing money hand over fist. nobody wants them and now after this whole ice debacle and people saying oh my car's dead are you gonna run out and buy one i i'd I'd rather buy a
3: ev fucking plane i think i'd have better chances our electric bill is high enough as it is we definitely don't need to add a fucking car or multiple cars to that no shit seriously that's insane you know what else is insane babe what's the oldest profession in the world hookers yes hookers prostitution is the oldest profession yes. in the world okay
8: okay you're right it is prostitutes or call girls because when they're dead in the back of your trunk then, there then are they're hookers, hookers. Yes. yeah that's right only if
3: you have a shovel and a bag of lime back there too true okay so introducing a new type of prostitute woman went on six dates a week to save on food i didn't buy groceries for two years
8: that's fucking Karen dedication right there. That is Six Karen.
3: a week. karen dedication. And people are asking, would she do the seventh day? Well, obviously, she slept with the guy on the, the Saturday so that she could get breakfast and lunch on Sunday.
8: Right? You didn't buy groceries for two years. Dude, that's Karen on steroids. That, I mean, that she's, is.
3: She's kind of cute. She don't look like a hooker, but I guess those gotta, are the best ones, right?
8: This has got to be fake.
3: No, no, no. No, it's New Zealand, but still.
8: Holy shit. Yeah. Dude, you know that she's been plowed through more than most of.
3: Oh, I wanted that back. There was another one under there. Hold on. I'm to find that again. I oh, my Lord. I had it up. My bad. It's not very far, though, because. Sure. Yeah. Okay, six dates, six six guys a week. That's um.
8: What if she put out after every single one of those dates? You know.
3: Um. There's another clip going around. Of this, I mean, this dude, 20, how many guys is that? This twenty-year-old girl who said that she'd slept with more than a hundred guys by the time she was twenty. I'm like, that's 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 super hoe. Whoa. That's super ho. That's like. Fanny Willis type of hoe. <laughs> Seriously. A hundred guys in your fucking 20, you're 20. Wow. And shit, now I don't know where it is. I had it too. Oh well. Bidenomics. You know, Biden even didn't come up with that name or his team didn't even come up with that name. No, Trump did. No, a reporter did. Oh, did it? Yeah, something like that. Oh, here it is.
8: Oh, I, I thought it was Trump. I thought Trump said something stupid about it. I was like, oh,
3: binomics.
8: <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Look at that. Yep. Holy shit. Well, wait till you guys see this. You guys will be like, what the fuck? I remember that. Now I remember that.
3: Here on. go. In fact, he put out a message a short time ago on his his Twitter feed from the White House, defining it, saying, Bidenomics, it's a word and it's a noun. He said it's about growing the economy from the middle out the bottom up, not the top down. It's an economic vision, he said, where we make smart investments in America. Um, Funny enough, he said this morning to Jillian, um, I don't know. I didn't start that. That originally came from the Wall Street Journal. Well, we called up the editor at large, uh, Jerry Baker from the Wall Street Journal. I asked him for a statement responding, and he said this. Bidenomics is merely an attempt to put a very old wine in a new bottle with a different label. It's the same old left-wing big spending plan by which the government takes our money and spends it on Democrats' favored pr- projects. We are much better off when the market, not politicians and bureaucrats, allocate those resources. In
2: fact, he, he put out a message.
8: That's funny. Yeah, some guy came up with it in my staff. I don't even know who he is. What is this that I just got? Uh, Biden apparently replied to Abbott. Hold on. We need to play this. Uh Uh-oh.
3: What did he say? Well. I tell you what, you look at that. Here,
8: um, I'll forward this to you. This is coming in hot. This just came on Biden's Twitter feed, so oh my god. Uh, let's see how I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. I sent it to you. It's in your text messages. Just forward it to your. I got you. to our telegram, telegram. I haven't watched it, so we. I have no idea what this is about. So this will be interesting, but. Marjorie Taylor Greene posted it as well. And she said, oh, look at this. I think Biden just replied to Abbott. So we'll check it out.
3: Seriously? There you go. Okay, there it is. I was about to say anything. All right. Hmm. Oh, no, he's just talking about. No, yeah, he is. But. um, All right. We'll see. My administration will continue to take action to meet the urgency of the climate okay, hold crisis. On. It's a, Well, yeah, but no one's going to understand what he's saying. Okay. Just today, we paused pending decisions on liquefied natural gas exports from the United States, allowing us to learn more about their impacts on energy costs, security, and our environment. He's not responding to Abbott. He's just, to, he's, he's trying to justify what he did here. It's
8: only 18
13: seconds. So. We have to fight for clean air in our communities. It's a lower cost for American families, including
11: energy costs. Today's pause, the new natural gas export improvements, recognizes the climate crisis, what it is, the existential threat of our time. It's
6: a threat, a
3: serious threat. Okay. So removing one of the cheapest and cleanest and most productive forms of energy from the economy will lower costs for American families? How? Hmm. How are you? How exactly are you going to pay for people to get new electric stoves and then pay their uh, increase in their electric bill? Because I'll tell you what, natural gas. We had we had gas at the old house. I wish we had gas here. We had gas at the old house. That was my lowest fucking bill. Yeah, that was our lowest. It was like thirty bucks a month. It was nothing. Our electric bill was like one hundred and fifty bucks. If we had taken out the gas stove and the gas heating and switched it over to all-electric, our electric bill would have been $300, like it is here, and not 30 bucks. So once again, Biden is full of shit. Someone needs to change his diaper. Seriously. But then we might end up with Big Mike. Well, is that someone needs to change his diaper too? He's also full of shit. He's
8: more full of shit than big than fucking Joe is. Big Mike is
3: much more full of shit than big than Joe is. Mr. Hall yes. said our gas was about thirty dollars before Biden. Now it's about one hundred and twenty.
6: Hmm.
3: Still your lowest bill though, right? Because everything else went up too. Whoa! Electric used to be two seventy five during the summer. Now eight hundred during the summer. Jesus. How the fuck do you pay that? How do you pay? Uh, like uh, shit.
8: <sighs> I, I, I don't know. I, I, hey, how do you? I, I got to ask you. You're you're like <sighs> that. That's horrible. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't do that. Fuck that shit. No. Yep.
3: Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Y- 60 to 70 hour work weeks. Yeah.
8: You're you're at you're out. At, you're in
3: California, aren't yeah. you?
8: Yeah, you need to get east, bro. Seriously, seriously, get the fuck out of there. Get the fuck out of that. Pack up that new state, baby bro. and get over here, please. I, I, fuck, I'll, I'll help you. We'll we'll do whatever we can to help you get a get a job and everything else get settled. I dead serious. That fucking state is disgusting. They're
3: building an EV plant just down the street from us.
8: Hyundai is yeah yeah. Cheers, and then Hyundai the plant.
3: Yeah. I don't know how
8: well. I bet they stopped construction on that bitch about halfway through.
3: "I'm in Ohio. My new electric bill is seven hundred dollars." Holy shit!
8: Wow, man, I, I could never imagine that. I, I'm serious. I oh, I, I, never. I can
3: imagine that because. When you came home from Iraq the first time, oh yeah, after yeah, we got yeah, married, okay. Okay. I can't okay. imagine
8: it once.
3: This motherfucker, now Georgia Power, we're not on Georgia Power anymore, but Georgia Power had a flat rate billing, all right? Where if you paid your bill on time every month for a year, then they would average out your bill so that it was the same every month and they would reevaluate it every every year. But they would average it out. So our bill was legit $150 a month, okay? It was only that high because when this motherfucker came home, literally six months after we bought the house, we bought it in March and then this was in July. Okay. He came home on leave before he got fucked up. He dropped the temperature in the house to like as low as it would go, 60 degrees he ran that bitch as high as he could. He turned on every fan. He even turned on the, it
8: was 68. the
3: window air conditioning unit in the shed that had a broken fucking window.
8: Yeah, because it was fucking hot and I was not dealing with the heat. I just come from a country that I
3: had to deal And then with all the of a sudden I had an $800 electric bill. And this was in 2005. I almost fucking killed him. Seriously, I was like, you have lost, get the fuck back over to Iraq. You've lost your fucking mind. Get the fuck out of my house. I'm done. I, want I was cold. so pissed. He, I was so, he was so grateful that that bill came in after he'd already left, honestly, <laughs> because otherwise I probably would have killed him. And then it took like eight months for him to get home. So, <laughs> anyway,
8: It's just, they, I just could never, on a month to month basis, paying 800 bucks.
3: Holy fuck! Couldn't do it. No, Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. no, that's like, it's like I a, turn I turned a, the, I turned so the, the system off in the house as soon as it like we, we don't quarter, have any electric running right now. That's almost it's a, just, a quarter of.
8: I I mean, if you think about people who work, it's like twenty three. What you take take home about twenty four hundred dollars every month. That alone, eight hundred bucks. Shit, that's a car payment.
3: Yeah, that's an average car payment right now. Well, average car payment right now, I think, is 700 but close enough. My God. That, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Craziness. And if we get big, Mike, it ain't going to get any better.
8: Nope. She's old school Democrat.
11: Gossip column in the New York Post. Michelle Obama could be running for president. The plan? Biden announces he isn't running around May, and Michelle sweeps in at the convention. WILL IT WORK? COULD THE FORMER FIRST LADY BE OUR NEXT PRESIDENT? JOHNNY ASSEMBLED A FOCUS GROUP. WATCH.
5: REMEMBER HER? MICHELLE OBAMA. LOVE HER. WHAT IS SHE UP TO? SHE'S RELAXING WITH HER HUSBAND. I DON'T KNOW. AND I DON'T REALLY WANT TO KNOW.
9: She's LIVING HER LIFE LIKE THE
12: QUEEN SHE IS.
3: RULING THE WORLD SOMEWHERE FROM BEHIND THE SCENES.
12: SHE'S RUNNING JOE BIDEN? TOTALLY. THIS IS HARD. What do you think? Is she
9: running? She stay exercising. She she stay in good shape.
12: That
5: would be fantastic. If Obama ever tried to run again, she was leaving him. So I know she don't want to run. The same way Hillary was, was going, I think it's good for Michelle
12: to go as well. Yeah, it really worked out for Hillary.
3: Well, I hear them, I
5: know. You like michelle obama she has a lot of good stuff going on out there the school lunches yes her fruit juices i never heard of those but okay yeah when they had ebola remember they went down to africa they didn't let it go crazy like the coronavirus i think she'll be great
14: don't
3: get me started
5: if michelle becomes
12: president barack obama is the first first gentleman how do you feel about that how it be Would you want to be a first gentleman? I'm tired of being a hard worker. I want my woman to take care of me for once. I don't want to think about these possibilities. I don't want to think about them. Am I scaring you? A little bit, a little bit. I am scared as heck should michelle
3: run against joe biden yeah we don't like joe biden Mm. joe's a little old for me this
9: is
5: probably the first time we had a president we didn't even feel his presence
9: i'm gonna go to bed
12: does joe biden deserve another four years he don't deserve another day in office
9: trump deserves another four years he's not there you gotta be here
12: this country is absolutely in shambles
5: taxes are crazy now broke. Thanks, Joe. And it's crazy cuz it's like I'm making more than I ever made and broke than I ever been. I don't know what's oh f- going on.
12: I can't
2: tell you how disappointing God.
12: I f- how disappointed oh, I feel every time it's I see her talk.
3: She's a clown.
12: Who would you vote for? Michelle Obama or Joe Biden? Michelle
5: Obama. Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama. Option
9: C, someone else.
5: Would Michelle Obama beat Donald Trump? Trump is for the Americans. And at the end of the day, where do we live? Where are we from? If Michelle ran, then the black people would just vote because it's Michelle. They wouldn't even give a
9: guy would have to go over her, over my boy Trump. I like Trump. People will rather see something different. See, everybody loves change. Barack Obama ran on hope and change.
12: Yes. But nobody had change in their pockets when he was president. The rich people did. I'm actually... Surprised by how much money I got. Michelle had a very famous line. When they go low, we go wide. We go round. I don't know, we go long? Uh,
9: we go high. <laughs> when they go low, kick them in the butt. Uh,
12: oh, oh. Michelle Obama is a big fan of Jesse Waters prime time. So if she's watching tonight, what do you want to tell her? Go
5: high! Go long! Long! Or short! Go whatever you want! If you have to go against Trump, I'm sorry, I will pick Trump. But if you go against
12: anyone else, you got my vote.
5: Save us, because if we get Trump again, we're gonna all die.
12: You're gonna die? You don't feel like he killed us? Pinch yourself. Did you feel that? Yeah. You're alive. <laughs>
6: There it is, folks. Big Mike. Anyway, yeah.
3: Um, yeah. That's another
8: good one. I know. This is another one. This you want to know why make you believe it's not a thing about the the environment or Oh, we want to see what impact it has, or we want to study it. No, no, no. This is what it's all about right here.
11: He said, read my lips. We will put
10: fossil fuels out of business. Uh,
11: I I did not
12: hear him say that. I want you to look at my eyes. I guarantee, I guarantee we're going to end fossil fuel, and I am not going to clock
8: it. He said, read my lips. We will there you go bring the receipts he said it that's what this has all been about from the beginning it's all about destroying money. america and if i had a 32-step plan to
3: destroy america and i was on step 55 this is where i'd be at well europe is on step like 136 to destroy everything whatever i mean everything and the people over there you know they're woke bullshit. And again, I know I say this all the time, but 200 years is a long time in America. 200 miles is a long way in Europe, okay? It's perspective. They've been doing the same thing for thousands of years. And they remember they've been farming the same way for generations upon generations upon generations. And now they're being told that it's ecocide they're not allowed to farm anymore because they're killing the environment. I'm not kidding. It's ecocide. side farming. Growing food for you to eat is killing the environment.
8: Because it's not being manufactured in a, co- in a lab somewhere by a company that's making billions of dollars hand over fist off of all of
3: Growing you. Growing plants is killing the environment. <laughs> this is what they're trying to make you believe now. Now, I will agree that all the chemicals and shit that they put on the stuff here in the States is definitely killing the environment. Growing food the way we grow it, really good for the environment. Growing food the way most of the European farmers grow it.
6: Very good for the environment.
3: All of their all of our chemicals are banned over there. All the chemicals in our food are banned over there. Fucking glyphosate, completely banned over there. Okay. But they're being told that the way they grow food is bad for the environment. And this is their response. This is in France.
8: Now, something I love about this, and any farmer out there, with half a brain will tell you one thing sheep produce a lot of is shit. shit and let me tell you something after they were done there i guarantee you the grounds there in front of that fucking building were covered in shit lots of it
3: but france is in full revolt right now yep seriously farmers now, are done it, now under understand So are the truckers, the fishermen, the the construction workers. They're joint. They've joined the French farmers. They're rejecting, as this says from concerned citizen, their tyrannical globalist sellout government. Paris is being shut down. Supply chains are ruined. Shop shelves will be bare within Within days. days. How much food is in any given grocery store for the local community
8: in France? I have no idea.
3: Anywhere here. It's 72 hours,
8: 72 hours,
3: three days. Okay.
8: Three days' worth of food on your shelf. That's it.
3: This is Paris.
8: They've clogged up every major road in Paris, in and around Paris with tractors
3: trucks fish fishing equipment shit everywhere and the people in paris are like good we hate the fucking government fuck them yep seriously in those words because they cuss more than we do fuck them this is true yeah and then
8: in canada canadia they're they're Apparently, Life of Brian, apparently you guys are flying the white flag. You guys were scared of Tucker Carlson? They are
3: terrified of Tucker Carlson. Isn't he Canadian? Ter- no, he has some roots in Canada. He, I, his, how? His, his ancestors, he told the story, I listened to it on the show today, um, which will be playing overnight tonight. So, um, Or no, tomorrow night. But uh, he apparently his family came here and didn't like the government. So they went to Nova Scotia. And so a lot of his ancestors are Canadian. And then they came back here. Oh. Well, anyway. So, anyway. Sure. Yeah. So they're terrified they're of Tucker. They're terrified Crossley. of Tucker because he called Trudeau and said he was going to liberate Canada. And this was their response. No, he said, We're coming. We're coming. We're coming to liberate Canada.
13: I mean, this goes beyond me and the fact that I was targeted at, last night at, at this event. This increases political violence against everyone who runs for office in this country, whether they're doing at the municipal level, at the provincial level, or at the federal level. As my friend and colleague Randy said, like, we can have differences of opinion. We can bang our fist on on, on the table when, when when we meet. We can have strong disagreement. But, but, but the, to, to incite... Violence against people who disagree with you—that's not how things should be done in Can Canada.
3: what is the violence? What is the violence? That I, I think the minister also said this in French. What is the violence that they are bringing to Canada? What is the political violence that you're talking about? Just to be very clear.
13: Well, to put to, to put a, a target on on someone's back, for example, to
8: name and what is the evil, To put what someone the in crosshairs. And
3: Minister Thibault, I mean. You're minister. So he's concerned about because tucker told told people to change their mindsets literally tucker told the canadian people you need to stop being so polite you need to stand up and scream about what you believe in about what you think is right you need to stop letting these people walk all over you and be in fucking sheep and doormats that's what tucker told them in a nutshell not in those exact words and they are pissing their pants they're like wait Our people can't stand up. No, no, no. You are not allowed to say things like that. No, 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 no.
8: Well, hey, tough shit. Um, Your people are going to see to it to do what they need to do to do what they got to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I just brought this up. Uh, just so you're all aware, just in case you didn't hear today, but uh it is official now in Georgia. The state senate um called uh will create a special committee to investigate Fannie Willis. It'll be comprised of three Dems, six Republicans, will have full subpoena power and the ability to demand testimony under oath. Votes were 30 to 19 in favor of this special committee. Ooh, so there's a Fannie's an old- ass is getting fry right. oh yeah yeah i got a feeling um we're gonna find some faulty accounting and all sorts of th- i bet her office right now is in burn mode which means they're burning everything they've got they don't have any documents
3: well and then at the same time oh and this is good too from julie kelly you know it's good during a hearing today for jeff clark and fannie willis's rico case DA office admitted it received two letters from the Biden White House counsel. The judge wants both letters filed under seal for in-camera review in his chambers. Oh, that's not so good. No.
14: Uh, all right, Mr. Bernick. So. Let's start there. Um Again, we're traveling under brady and he's asking for evidence and our communications with the white house Counsel's office was about logistics and procedures whether they had a 2 type process in place um it wasn't about any obtaining any type of evidence for them but this seems a bit different we're not talking so much about the logistics of witnesses as to whether there is potentially any coordination or a uh, political motivation that might well, that's and it, it would be speculation right now because I think he concedes he doesn't have access to your emails and it, it would be unlikely unless he was sitting in the room or bugged it that he'd have any idea what was in there. But apparently, he's got some documentation that a meeting did occur. I mean, yeah. And so, I guess the, the issue would be a selective prosecution claim can be brought pre trial uh, if they think that there are grounds on it and that's a bit different than just asking about whether a witness is going to show up or is not going to show up right right so the original question was is there something actually in writing that shows communications between the office and the white house Counsel? uh we did get a letter from the white house council's office be all right it so logistics and procedures as stated before all right um, so it's just that you're saying the sole written communication whether by text, whether by email, whether by written correspondence. Solely consists of one written letter. Written letter, or two written letter genre. um, About procedures, about how we interviewed, whether it was two type process with former or current White House officials. Okay.
3: Now the judge wants to see the letters. Hmm.
8: Hmm. He already lied once.
3: Yeah, because first he said it was just one letter. But no, then it's two letters. It's
8: two letters and emails.
3: And emails. And if it was just two letters about logistics, then how come he builds so much money for those meetings? Mm.
8: Mm. 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 The plot thickens. It does. It does. And this judge is not going to be able to ignore it either. No.
3: No, no. Um, Not like this judge, the judge in uh, Trump's case. Yeah. Who flat out threatened to throw Trump's lawyer in jail for trying to speak during his trial? I'm sorry, isn't your lawyer there to speak?
6: On like, your isn't behalf? that
3: their your, that that's their job? Yeah. Hmm. President
11: Donald Trump has just walked out of a courtroom. As E. Jean Carroll's lawyer was making closing arguments in the defamation trial, where we're working to get a little bit more detail
13: mm-hmm. on this. Apparently, the judge told the courtroom no one in the courtroom is to say anything. And there were apparently some counsel objections from which side? I assume it was Trump's side. Uh, no interruptions, no audible comments is the quote from the judge. So, and then the plaintiff and the defense were talking about certain tweets. Uh, not in evidence possibly to share with the jury. The judge ruled that they are not going to use a certain slide that shows the tweets. And then Trump's attorney, Alina Habba, tried stating that something, quote, just need to state something for the record. The judge interrupted and said, quote, you are on the verge of spending some time in the lockout. Wow. Ooh! end quote. So that happened a moment ago, and I'm assuming we will see the caravan Uh, pull up to Trump Tower in midtown Manhattan. Courtrooms way downtown. uh, Traffic in Manhattan's a mess. uh, So it takes a while for to go. Yeah, it's 11 blocks.
3: So, okay. So during her closing arguments, the judge shut her up, shut her down, and told her if she spoke again... She was going to jail. She was going to jail. Wow. Yeah. And then... He got hit for $83.3 million. Trump did. Yep. Which you know is gonna get appealed and he's not gonna pay a fucking dime. But $83.3 million for not raping someone, for not even ever fucking meeting her, for literally her creating a story in her in her mind. And then there's this whole thing about the dress. Okay. Apparently she went on the cover of The Atlantic and she said that I think it was the Atlantic, and she said that this was the dress that she was wearing. This is yep. the famous dress that she was wearing when Trump assaulted her. Except and the problem was that that dress didn't come hadn't come out yet that yeah. year that she claimed that Trump assaulted her because he said it, she said it happened in 94 but that dress came out in 95 and then she said well maybe it was 95 or 96 that it happened I don't I don't really remember.
8: And not only that she's got mm. like 12 tweets that basically say hey you know how you take care of uh, you, you know that even in the wild males they women chase the men until they're exhausted and then pounce on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're trying to bankrupt him. That's what they're trying to do. They're yeah. trying to try to take money so he can't campaign, so he can't. But again, they ignore the one thing that they talk about everywhere, which is MAGA. They they forget there's all of us that back him up. None of us are backing, nobody's. I don't think anybody's really for real backing Nikki Haley or any of these other twits. Not after this. Well, this is, this is, this is is
13: the best reporting
8: I've ever seen from these
13: two twits. Um, I coming out of New Hampshire, he won 74% of Republicans. Uh, To date, 109 counties have voted and you've won two. And one of those by a single vote. Well, when do you start winning Republicans? Um, I coming out of.
8: But oh,
1: thunder, 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 (laughs) get the fuck out of
3: here.
8: (laughs) When do you start winning Republicans?
3: Never, never, (laughs) never, never,
8: never. dude. That was fucking awesome. I tell you what, I don't like that guy at all. I fucking despise him during their election coverage, but I'll tell you what, that was the best question that motherfucker has ever asked. I was like, damn, dude, that fucking, you know what? And Nikki Haley's response was, well, I am. Uh -uh. I am. uh, The turnout for Trump's speech yesterday in South Carolina was fucking epic. Do you know that Nikki Haley couldn't even pack an auditorium. She had maybe like 500 people. In her home state. In her home state.
3: Yeah, she got nothing. She got nothing. <laughs> Except she has Bill Barr.
8: She does. She and does. That whole side does.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Why did he ever work for Trump in the first place? Oh, to work against him. Yeah. Just like everybody else does in that first your, administration. Your friends close, and your enemies closer. Yep.
9: Uh, he is a consummate narcissist, and he constantly engages in reckless conduct that that puts uh his political followers at risk and, and and the conservative and republican agenda at risk would he put the country at risk if he was in the white house again he he will always put his own interests and gratifying his own ego ahead of everything else including the country's interests there's no question about it this is a perfect example of that he's like you know he's like a nine-year-old defiant nine-year-old kid who's always pushing the glass toward the edge of the table defying his parents to stop him from doing it it's a means of self-assertion and exerting his dominance over over other people, and he's he's a very petty individual who will always put his interests ahead of the country's, his personal gratification of his, you know, of his ego. But our so country, he, our country can't, you know, can't be a therapy session for you know a troubled man like this. Uh, he is.
8: So, so let me get this right. It sounded like he was talking about Joe Biden. Y- you are talking about Trump. Other than being the most disloyal fuck I've ever met. Um, You're, you're a pussy. Oh yeah. You're, you're a great big pussy because he bullied you. Yeah. No, because he He probably said, Hey, fat ass, get in my office. Probably. That's what I would have said to you. Cause you know, people ask me all the time, man, you're pretty quick to judge when it comes to people's physique. Well, yeah, because look, if you're of a certain age and you're of a certain weight, that's fine. But I'm sorry, if you're my age and you're not, maybe you're heavier than I am. Maybe you're not. But if you are grotesquely, just disgustingly fat and we're at the same level, I'm going to be like, dude, no, that's all right. I don't need the help. I'll take care of it myself. Okay. Even if you're old. And what he just did, what he just did right there It's like, well, Donald Trump made fun of me. He probably picked on him about his weight. I don't know why, because Donald Trump's not a fucking swimming bastion of health either. Yeah, McDonald's and Diet Coke is not a healthy diet. But, I mean, he probably said some shit like that, and Brennan's still pissed off about it. And bar. every bar, Barr still pissed off about it, and every time that he gets asked this question, he gets a chance to rub it back in his face and say, oh yeah, well you made fun of me, now I'm going to make fun of you. Watch this. You're just a child. Tit for tat. Again, we see it everywhere. Republicans, doesn't matter. Democrats, doesn't matter. Tit for tat. You did it to me, I'm going to do it to you. It's called human nature.
3: But hey... If you're older and you have wrinkles and you're sagging in places, check this out since you brought that up.
2: We learned in 1957 from a turkey study uh, where they took 250,000 turkeys and they put them on a complete turkey pellet, trying to get them to finish for market within a few days or a week or so of each other. And in the first 13 weeks, fully half of them, 125,000 of them died. Farmers were out there every morning They picked them up every morning by the bushel basketful, took them to the state diagnostic lab to see what they died from. When they opened them up, every one of them had died of a ruptured aortic aneurysm. And one of the clever pathologists says that's got to be due to a copper deficiency because copper is required to manufacture the elastic fibers of arteries and skin and other tissues. And the mechanism of an aneurysm is identical to the mechanism of a balloon on a weakened wall of a tire. You know when you hit a chuck hole with your tire and you break the cords, the internal pressure blows a balloon? You overload that tire with weight or heat it up on a highway, it blows out. Same way with an aneurysm. When you have a copper deficiency, you get a breakdown of the elastic fibers uh, in that artery. The internal pressure, even normal blood pressure, will blow a balloon in that artery. And a balloon in an artery is called an aneurysm. And of course, if it's in a strategic place like the brain, the carotid artery, the coronary arteries, the large arteries, the AR to pulmonary artery, renal arteries, they blow out. You die suddenly, uh, just like you've been shot. Well, uh, they got excited about this. They doubled the amount of uh, copper in these um, pellets. The next year, they tried to raise 500,000 turkeys, and they did not lose a single one from a ruptured aneurysm. They went from a 50% loss to a 0% loss just by adding a little bit of copper to those pellets. So they said, well, maybe the same thing is true for humans. And in 1958, they started looking at uh, copper deficiency in various species of animals and humans, and here's what they found out. The very first symptom of copper deficiency is white, gray, and silver hair. Copper is required as a cofactor to manufacture hair pigment. Doesn't matter if it's blonde, red, brown, or black hair. And I see a lot of copper deficiency in this room. I can almost tell you which people, men and women, who have colored their hair get pretty good at that, being a physician. And you don't want to be like a medical doctor and just treat the symptoms. If you're just coloring your hair, you're treating the symptoms. You need to do the basic thing, take some colloidal copper. And if you don't, uh, what's going to happen is uh, you get a breakdown of the elastic fibers in your skin, and you start getting crow's feet around the corners of your eyes and your mouth. Parts of your anatomy begin to sag, and you know you're in trouble when your doctor tells you, look, I've got a golf buddy down the hall who's a plastic surgeon for $10,000. He'll make you look 20 years younger. But you don't need a facelift, a booby lift, a tummy tuck, or a derriere lift. All you need is some copper, and everything will come back up just like you have a hydraulic jack under it. It'll just come right back up. Those elastic fibers tighten right up. People say, Francine, did you get a facelift? You look great. You look like you're 20 years younger. Now, if you don't take some action at that point, the next thing that happens is, you get a breakdown of the elastic fibers in the large veins of your legs and you get varicose veins. You don't take action at that point, you get a breakdown of the elastic fibers in the large veins of your exhaust pipe and you get hemorrhoids. So if you have hemorrhoids, varicose veins, things that sag, wrinkles, white, gray or silver hair, the odds are you have aneurysms developing in you somewhere and you don't want to of course die suddenly of a ruptured aneurysm when your body's been warning you for 10, 20, 30 years. Just remember, people don't die suddenly of an aneurysm, it may be you drop and die. Think about old Albert Einstein. He died of a ruptured aortic aneurysm at 68 years of age. What color was his hair? He was famous for wild white hair, wasn't he? Now, you'd like to think that people who win the Nobel Prize in medicine would at least live to be 75.5, but they live to be 58 just like other doctors. And, of course, that's because they are trained and they believe and they practice. You can get everything you need from your four food groups. doesn't matter if they win the Nobel Prize or not. Okay, who is this Dr. Joe Waller? Uh, and where else
8: can we listen to some of this shit that, act, okay, for once in my whole entire life, I don't know about you all, but that made sense like, does that not make sense having had an like,
3: aneurysm, look I got it, holy shit, that makes fuck. but you know what you started going gray after your aneurysm specifically, yeah. because your body was taking the excess copper and using it to heal your brain <sighs> right
8: well gotta get some
3: copper colloidal copper
8: yeah we need to get some mm-hmm. okay yep on the list yep exactly. i I, did, I was just wondering can somebody do me some a quick look um and just tell me if this guy's legit or not and texas trout thank you sir already done this guy's legit all right i'm gonna go get some colloidal copper i tell you what i'm gonna add that to my colloidal silver regiment and i'll just put the two together
3: you know what i wonder what's that Using the electroculture, does it add copper to our? I oh, wonder. I was going to
8: ask you the same thing. I figured by eating our
3: vegetables, that's what I, that's I what I was getting eat. at this morning when I was I was saying something to you. I was like, huh, because I had just seen that video and I was like, hmm, no wonder I really have been looking a little younger.
8: I wonder if my beard's gonna, because it has gotten a little darker. I noticed. Mm-hmm. A little darker, not much, but a little bit. I'd have mm. to shave it off and regrow it again, but... Mm. I wonder if I shave it off and regrow it again, it comes out a completely different color and I lose my tiger striping because I noticed the tiger striping's gone. I've, I've yeah. gone to just straight zebra zebra yeah. stripes.
3: Ginger says, I take a little copper I'm 51. I have very few gray hairs. And Lindsay says, I take copper really? and has no gray hair and hadn't dyed her hair in 10 years. And I've noticed that people, and obviously it's just more noticeable, but, but not even really. People with dark hair, actually, this makes a lot of sense now. Okay. What is one of the most common traits of people that are Rh negative? We copper, copper-based blood. No, common traits is that they're blonde. Well. Okay. Have light hair. Okay. Blonde or red. Almost everybody with blonde or red has is either Rh negative or has Rh negative alleles. And our blood is copper-based rather than iron-based. Have you noticed that people with dark hair tend to go gray a lot earlier? Like people with really dark hair, yeah. oh, they yeah. they go, I mean, i a girl I worked with. She, at, one of my best hotel. friends in the army. He had a strip of yeah. fucking gray, like when we came Absolutely. back from a deployment. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. like, dude, you're getting old. Yeah. No, they're copper deficient. Yeah. They don't have the excess copper in their body like RH negatives do. Hmm.
8: Interesting.
3: That's, or maybe they don't process it. It, differently. it makes sense. I, I'm just yeah. saying
8: it makes sense. I'm just saying I'm gonna. I'm gonna copper. And what? What is this uh, breaking news, Leanna? Um, I, I saw it. Um, uh, yeah. We get, oh, we she's, get the she's sovereign... going off. Oh, she's going off. No. Okay. Um, the Trump's lawyer is going off. Uh, is going off.
3: Sovereign copper. Okay. We get sovereign silver. So this we'll just go the get the company. Company. copper. Yeah.
8: yeah. Too easy. Yeah. Too easy fuck i'll add that to my regimen screw that that's easier than going to get a facelift a tummy tuck or whatever Mm -hmm. whatever the fuck he was talking about hemorrhoids fuck if it helps with hemorrhoids hell yeah i'll do that any day of the week twice a sunday yeah i saw that i was like hemorrhoids fucking gray hair holy shit tighten up some skin fuck yeah yeah will give me a bigger voter probably not (laughs) you never know Wait, wait, wait. It's worth a shot. Hey, I'm Irish. I'll try anything once, you know. <laughs> It'll only fuck up once, you know. Lindsay uh, takes one copper
3: supplements, a, inhales copper, and wears it. One is a liquid. The other is a pill. Just a quick find. Okay. Lana did a couple. Appreciate it. Quick searches there. All right. This is really funny. Lana played this this morning, too. This is really fucking funny. This is funny. hysterical. This is, this, like, poor guy. Hey, this
8: is like when you've, you've realized that you all your fucks just flew away. This is hysterical. Yeah. This is my gift to you.
3: First off, why the fuck is this guy
8: out there in short sleeves? I have no idea, but this is epic. Just listen.
6: What's it look like out
3: there?
16: Yeah, uh, it looks like snow, just like I predicted in my forecast from the studio. I'm not sure why I'm out here literally looking around. It looks like snow. You could just take a video of it snowing and show that. Why do I have to be here to describe snowfall it's pretty (laughs) self-explanatory
9: seems like the cold has gotten you in an
10: icy mood yourself Ryan
16: okay you know what Shannon I am in an icy mood okay nice pun by the way all right I was just standing out here for 20 minutes waiting for you guys to throw to me and I was just oh doing some thinking I spent $120,000 on a degree and four years in college to come out here and look around and describe what I see. I literally learned that in kindergarten, I spy. It makes zero sense. Also, you know what else I was thinking while we're at it? When it's like a nice day or sunny, you never send me out to the lake or to the pool for a live shot, but oh, when there's a hurricane or snowing or a blizzard or a flood, Send me out there. I'll cover it. Perfect.
10: I guess you have a point there, Ryan. We're looking at these reports and the forecast doesn't look good. People are worried. Have you spoken to any locals? (laughs) Look around.
16: Does there look like there's any locals out here? Everything is closed. Everyone is inside. The only reason I'm outside is to tell people not to come outside. What am I doing with my life? Well,
10: you sure are brave, Ryan. Any word on what we can expect overnight?
16: Uh, Yeah, more of this. Actually, 12 to 18 inches more of this. But don't worry, guys. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I got this sleeveless vest that you guys make me wear. My little fingers are about to freeze off. I got frostbite.
8: I don't think that's real, but it's fucking hysterical. I mean, just think about most of the weathermen out there. Holy shit. That is awesome. I don't give many excuses, but that's hysterical. That's awesome.
3: All right. uh, Hold on. Uh, No, pause. We're going to bring you back. And blow you up. Okay. This is some... uh, some you would be very
8: descriptive there. Yeah, I know. You're going to do what? To I was who? talking to
3: it. <laughs> about to say, that stopped. Pause. In I not blow your ass <laughs> 2004. Okay. Um, here's here's a, a story for you. This is in California. Yes, and he- it's crime to blame for the bodies of six people found in a remote area of the Mojave Desert. Detectives offering new details into what happened, but we caught up with one expert who weighs in on why they may have been killed. Inland Empire Bureau Chief Rob McMillan is live in San Bernardino with more on the investigation. Rob.
7: Right. Well, first off, the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department is not releasing any new information on this case today. They say there's still a lot of work left to be done. But one thing a lot of people are wondering about is whether these murders are somehow connected to organized crime. Two days after a grisly discovery in the high desert, detectives with the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department are still on scene investigating. Evidence gathered so far suggests a massive amount of gunfire, shell casings all over the place, at least one of the vehicles riddled with bullet holes. A total of six bodies were found, some of them apparently set on fire. But what actually happened out here? With so little information, one can only speculate.
12: When I hear of a multi-victim homicide out in a very remote, desolate area like this, the first thing I think of is organized crime.
7: Bill Bodner I is a former special agent either, in charge of the uh, DEA, now
6: retired.
3: Okay, you get the point. It's like a movie out there, a bad one, a bad
8: action movie. Yeah, but I, I don't think it's organized crime. No, it's the cartels. Yeah, that's exactly what I think it is. And if they're saying organized crime, they're fucking idiots. No, it's the cartels. It's not the mob, folks. The mob hasn't been out there in years. Yeah. There's There's no money out there for them. The
3: mob is in D.C. Bingo. Okay. The mob is not in the desert. The mob is in D.C. Yeah. And then there's this one. Mr. Hall, you got to get the fuck out of California. It is really, it's nasty out there. Although this is um, slightly better and uh did this go forward to that i wonder no No. if there was why do they embed a video that has nothing to do i don't know okay because it literally says right here abc news 7 obtained exclusive video where the oakland carjacking suspect can be seen abandoning their two-year-old in the street and then this video is not that no No, it was not that anyway uh in san leandro california i'm back a mother and her two-year-old have been reunited after the child was taken in a suspected carjacking in Oakland Tuesday afternoon. On Wednesday, our sister station, ABC News reporter, Luna and uh, Pina went to the area where the two-year-old was found and placed, pieced together how officers were able to reunite the boy with his family. ABC News obtained exclusive video where a subde- suspect can be seen driving the stolen vehicle to a warehouse area in San Leandro. In the video, the suspect stops the car. It's not you. Uh, carries the two-year-old boy in his lap out of the car and leaves him on the street before driving off. The two-year-old was left wandering alone in the street. Less than a minute later, a bus driver stopped and called for help. Then people in the area began to come out of the business to aid the child. It just happened right outside my front door that's there, said Versey Adams, a photographer who works in the area. These things don't really, ha- uh, these things that happen don't really surprise me because crime is on the upswing. A lot of people really don't care. On Tuesday afternoon, the mother was reunited with her child in San Leandro. He had been in the backseat of the vehicle when the car was stolen outside their home in Oakland, four miles from where he was found. Oh, I guess this is the video.
8: Yeah, you played the wrong one.
3: Well, and why do they do that? I don't know. They fucking suck.
8: To get clicked.
10: In the East Bay, a two-year-old boy is back with his mother tonight after being taken during a suspected carjacking. Police say the child was in the backseat of a Honda Accord. They believe it was carjacked
3: on 85th Avenue near G Street in Oakland. That's not far from the Coliseum complex. The
10: mother says the carjacker left the boy at a warehouse complex in San Leandro.
5: They found a child. And the police had a vehicle I pulled over and dropped the child off and then fled. It's a black male juvenile, about two years old.
10: We were the only ones there for the reunion. You can see officers and they handed the boy over to the
3: mom and she gives him a quick hug. Police have not said whether they have found the car or if there are any suspects in the carjacking. An hmm. update: They have actually they they found um, witnesses saw uh, a, well. Hold on, I think it's in here actually. Um, yeah, the mother. All right, so the mother was able to track the car because her iPhone and her AirPods were in there. So she used the Find My iPhone app, and she literally directed the cops street by street until they found the car. And uh, witnesses or cameras nearby caught the suspects. Leaving the car, and they found him at a bus stop nearby, and they arrested him. and He's been arrested on uh child abuse and carjacking, and you know, whatever should be kidnapping, yeah, uh, kidnapping as well. And the child endangerment, yeah, child the endangerment kid. and and kidnapping. Um, Jesus. so yeah, he's going to jail. Uh, but you know, what do you, what do you want to bet he, he probably didn't have a dad? Probably,
8: wow, that's pretty poignant, babe,
3: yeah, well, because you know what. It's really important to have a dad in your house. I was just talking at the beginning of the show. Mick asked how our friend Kyle was doing from the Big Dumb podcast, which he has not done the Big Dumb in like, I don't know, quite a quite a while. Yeah. Six months a year or something like that. Um, because he got married and they just had a baby and he was like, Dad life is awesome. I don't blame him. I mean, this is this this is crazy. The world is crazy. Dad life is awesome. It's important. That's one of the first things that they did to destroy our society was remove fathers from homes, break up the nuclear family, tell people that it was okay to have kids. The government will pay you to have children because then they can, you know, teach them to do whatever they want and you don't give a fuck. So.
8: Yeah. Mom and dad start
3: caring again. Mom and dad start giving a fuck again. Yeah. When mom and dad start giving a fuck, then you can't get to their kids. Nope. Nope. You know, I I hear these stories of, uh, see these videos of kids that are speaking up against their parents. They might as well be wearing freaking, you know, the the Nazi uniform from the 30s. You know, shit, you can't even convince your own kids. And, you know, our kids come home every day and they tell us about, we talk at the dinner table every night. Yep. And uh, they tell us all kinds of crazy stuff. And the teenager especially likes to goad Mick and, you know, likes to pretend to be a liberal. But when you really get him into it, he's not. He sees the truth. He just likes to go to his father. It's fine.
9: Because he that.
3: that's what a teenager does. Yeah. And he has a father in the house to goad. Okay. And he knows that his father will always save him when the shit hits the fan. Or so he hopes. <laughs> Even if he threatens to kick him out of the house on his 16th birthday when it's fucking 18 degrees outside. He deserved it. Anyway, before we get out of here, because I have to go doctor a chicken, um, here's some here's some feel-good for you.
5: I can't hide myself. I don't expect you to understand. I just hope I can explain what it's like to be a man. It's a lonely room, And they don't care about what you know It's not about how you feel But what you provide inside that home Yeah, I know this life can really beat you down <clears throat> want to scream but you won't make us at home. Got so much weight that you've been holding but won't show any emotion as a man that goes unspoken. Now we can't cry when life gets hard. Unconditional love for women, children, and dogs. We know that we just have to play our parts and don't nobody give a damn about our broken hearts. Yeah. As a man
8: Yeah. Uh, that's a good video. Some funny shit right there. Yep, dad's quick on their feet. You gotta uh, be with kids.
3: Griff Sparkles is fine. He's he was bullying Sergeant again today. Wouldn't let him come in the enclosure. Um, but uh, one of the one of the hens got a puncture, and she's been hiding in the duck house for a couple of days. She's worse than I thought she was. I thought she was just scared. Um, but it looks like her her wing has been. It's pretty rough. So, I'm about to bring her in and put her in an Epsom salt bath and get her all cleaned up and put some neosporin on her and let her snuggle in Liam's room tonight in a cage. But she's going in chicken infirmary. So,
8: Ooh, we have a chicken infirmary. We do.
3: Yep. Chicken. Infirmary. Well, because if she has a staph infection as well, because it was starting to look like where the puncture was, it's starting to look a little yellow. So, I'm putting her in the Epsom salt bath. Does it smell? Uh, I couldn't get, I didn't get that close to her. I'll let you know. Um, I'll let y'all know tomorrow on Freedom Gardens, 2 o'clock. Well, obviously film chicken doctoring, because why not? There you go. Right? So,
8: Chicken 911.
3: Chicken 911. Nine Juan Juan. I mean, the fact that she's still alive after three days after that is, you know. Is, she'll be all right. She'll be fine. I just need to get her cleaned up and, you know, get her relaxed and check out how bad she is and put some Neosporin on her. And, and you know, she'll be fine. So,
8: Petra. Yeah. All right. So anyway, she'll be back tomorrow for Freedom Gardens at two p.m. One forty-five mm-hmm. for the pre-show, and uh, we'll be back Sunday.
3: Oh, and I'll Sunday. be back tomorrow morning nine a.m. for good, for Ooh, the good book. Yeah, 9 yes, a.m. 9, nine a.m. 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 for <laughs> the good
8: book. Yep. And then Sunday we will be back uh, for True spiracy one forty-five for the pre-show, two p.m. for the regular show,
3: and uh, that'll be that. Uh, Till then. Hold on, Patriot Jane. I was thinking about putting uh, giving her some colloidal silver orally, like putting it in her mouth. You think I should put it directly on her? Like on her back, where. Yeah, it's an antiseptic. Yeah. Yeah.
8: Then we clean it out. Yeah. It would kill everything. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. We could definitely do that. I'll
3: put it directly on. Yeah. We'll feed it to her. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. That. yeah. We'll put a little. If pro- you can ingest it, you Absinth can put it inside your body. Peroxide, colloidal silver, some neosporin. You can use it topically if you. Okay.
8: If you can ingest it, you can use it topically. Yeah. Now, whether or not it does the same thing, I mean, it should. It's an antiseptic. It yeah. should. So, yeah. yeah, it's not a bad idea. But anyway. <laughs> We'll be back then. Till then, y'all have a great weekend. Uh, we'll check you out on Monday. If you're not coming back for this weekend, we'll see you back on Monday. Um, we'll be back Monday night. And uh, till then, y'all have a great weekend. Mm-hmm. Don't till forget
3: the, the replay of this morning. Good, good. This morning's good book um, starts at 9 p.m. and uh, and then last night's Patriot Party podcast comes on right after that, 10:15. Then Lay on a show from yesterday comes on after that, um, 12 something anyway so all night long so if uh, if you missed any of the shows or or maybe you're one of those truckers down there in the border yeah.
8: you can air our shit tell them that we support every trucker down there let them know we're hey we're we're with you we're with you and they're fucking all of america's with you yep so,
6: so
3: same, same bad place same bad channel
8: correct so till then for the mick and B-Lynn. have a great night fuckers we'll see them tomorrow thanks for watching y'all peace
17: I can show you if it's needed When you see it, you'll believe it If you don't love it, you can leave it Michael Jackson, you can it. F-A-F-O, I teach you how this game go Different joints, same smoke Wake up, wear the same clothes Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class Got the music way up loud With a cigar in my mouth Fuck around and come find out How we do it in the South Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth I never take a hand out, I'm too damn i'm a son of the dirt of south with the trucks sit i and he straight pipes out this land a land of freedom double barrels in case we need man up or sit your ass down we done talking fuck around and find out love my country love i